from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Oh, Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won a thousand dollars. Amazing! Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right, Roz, I need you. Oh, that is so nice to hear, man. I need you. I need you too. I need you to um, stand behind me. Oh, wrap your arms around me. Oh, you got a sore back. And crack my back. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Look at that. Yo, your eyes just lit up. Yeah, yeah. You love cracking people's back? Um, or like your no, girlfriend Catherine and no, stuff? No, it, it kind of grosses me out, to be honest with you. Why? Because Catherine makes me do it all the time, and yeah. she weighs like nothing, right? Yeah. And it's just, I, I, I don't like doing, you know me, I I think the body should just be left alone. I, I don't I don't believe in chiropractors. I don't like people messing around with my joints. None of that stuff. Oh, I love, I've yet no. to meet a great chiropractor. No. I love I, getting my back cracked. No. But I've just been... The past week, my back has been so stiff, no. and I try to crack it myself, but I can't. Yeah, and don't at me about my thoughts on chiropractic. Okay, so you need me to come around there? Yeah, okay. at Roz Weston, no, by the way. Stop it. R-O-Z-W-E-S-T-O-N. Okay, so I'm going to come around, and then I'll describe the technique while I'm over there. Please do. Hang on one second. Okay. Should I take my coat off? Or are you, are you okay with leather on your back? Um, You know... Yeah. Let's try it with the le- with the leather. Okay, we'll see how you I've like never, it with the leather. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, hold on. That's cool. I've never... Uh, I've never experienced it with leather before. Yeah, okay, hold on. Let me get rid of my phone. Okay. Okay, so uh, the way that this works, right, yeah. is it's the, it's the back cracking technique where I'm going to take uh, Mocha's right arm, cross it across his chest, and put it up on his left shoulder. Yeah. And then I'm going to take his left arm, cross it across that arm, put it up on his right shoulder. And then I'm going to reach my arms around, and I'm going to grab Mocha's arms Right, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to bend down because I'm so tall, and I'm going to tuck my pelvis right underneath his keister, and I'm going to lift him and then bend him backwards. Are you ready? Wait, pause. What? Oh, jeez, I, my thighs can't do that. I don't <laughs> squat, man. I was already in position. Are you not wearing underwear today? Am I not wearing underwear? Yeah. Yeah, I'm wearing underpants. Oh, are they like super thin? <laughs> All my underpants are super thin. Okay, just make it, okay. You ever seen nylons? <laughs> yeah. That's what they look like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, imagine, get imagine, imagine a boy in nylons. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, ready? Yeah. Oh, my God! Oh, <laughs> oh my oh. God! Oh. That felt... So good. Oh, I'm out of breath. Thank you. And I will say, the leather helped. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, Tron's and Mocha. Who's this? Hi, it's Gosha. How are you? Good. It's my birthday today. Hey! Happy birthday. How old are you? I'm 33. Nice. What are you doing to celebrate? Um, I'm actually, my son has a basketball game tonight, so I'm celebrating. And we have a wedding to go to, so yeah. I would love for you guys to say happy birthday to me, oh. and maybe, maybe play pinch. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? And maybe 
Shakira songs because I love Shakira. Oh my god, my okay. So, okay, hold on here. So you so, want happy birthday, you want pinched, and you want Shakira. That would make my day. Okay, so hold on here. So we'll start with happy birthday. What's your name again? Gosha. Gosha. Thank you. Sing first. What's that more? You want me to get the clothes pegs or sing first? No, we'll, we'll do the song first, and then we got to prep for, for uh, pinched. We can't do that immediately. Uh, okay, so uh, gentlemen, here is your... That's our notes. All right, ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Gosha. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Gosha. We're going to play with Shakira when we come back. It's Pinch. and Mocha Show Podcast. Oh, why are your nipples so hard already? <laughs> All right, gentlemen, by request, welcome mm-hmm. back, by the way. Y'all ready to play Pinched? Yeah. yeah! New game alert. New game alert. Okay, this is Words, uh, Maury and Mocha head to head. I will be asking the questions. Uh, simple trivia. You get a question wrong, you get pinched. Meaning, in front of you guys on the desk is a giant pile of wooden clothes pegs. You get a question wrong, your opponent gets to put a wooden clothes peg anywhere on your body that they choose. Yeah. Mocha, do you accept these rules? Yeah. Damn it, Maury, do you accept these rules? Yes. For me and the people at home listening right now, Maury, can we hear your buzzer? Mocha, your buzzer. Maury? Mocha. All right, gentlemen, your categories are, does that guy ever wear a shirt? (laughs) Or Golden Girls. Just kidding, famous cats. (laughs) (laughs) You suck, dude. (laughs) Uh, Damn it, Maury, we will let you go first. Uh, Dude always wearing a shirt. No, that's not it at all. Does he ever wear a shirt? Right, does that guy ever wear a shirt? Okay. Okay, question one. It's like G.I. Joe crossed with a stripper. Uh, Mocha. Uh, Channing Tatum. Correctamundo. Mocha, you get to pinch Maury now. Uh, Mocha's Damn it, Maury, please open your mouth. Oh, no. Yo, why is your tongue so brown? (laughs) (laughs) so gross. You know, I've never heard somebody say those words before. Why is your tongue so brown? (laughs) I feel like Eeyore. (laughs) Okay, moving on to, uh, does that guy ever wear a shirt? He's like a barbarian crossed with a kindergarten cop. Maury. The Rock. Incorrect. Mocha. Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger. Correct. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, Maury. Open your mouth again. We're going to go with uh, the left side of the top lip. Oh. 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 So- okay. Mor- <laughs> Question three. Look at him. He's like an oiled up boxing Vietnam War vet. Uh, Mocha. The Rock. Incorrect. Oh. Oh, Maury. Robin Williams. Robin Williams? <laughs> I know. I, you, can well, I, can yes, I answer Mocha, again? Please, yes, yes. But you don't get to pinch Maury. Sylvester Stallone. Correct him one yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, rounding at the category of, does that guy ever wear a shirt? He's that hot, arty kid from high school. <laughs> Maury. Army Hammer. 
who grew up to become a lifeguard. Uh, Mocha. Zach Efron. Correct. Oh, <laughs> and I love him. That's what happens when you buzz early, Holmes. <laughs> All right. All right. Open your mouth again. Okay. More Mocha going back. I'm going to go mouth. for the, uh, the right side of the bottom lip. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the category of Golden Girls. Just kidding, famous cats. Fat Orange Loves Lasagna. Maury. Garfield. Right. Sorry, what? Garfield. <laughs> okay. Okay, that okay. Okay, about to get nose. Pinched. My nose. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's... Yo, you better throw those close bags out after. For real. Oh, that's the it, other thing, too, is Maury never throws these out. He always just throws them back in the bag. Every time I talk, it's... <laughs> Okay. Uh, Scream, here I come. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, you got it right on the edge of the nose. Oh, All right. All right, moving oh. on uh, with the category of uh, famous cats. Uh, Suffer and Succotash. Maury. Sylvester. Correct. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, my eye. Cheek. My cheek. cheek. Ow. Oh, right Ow. on the hair. Mocha's a little... Mocha's a little too... Oh, God, it's hanging right off the hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to category famous cats. Can you feel the love tonight? Maury. Share. No, incorrect. Oh, I know. Then buzz in, Mocha. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Lion King. No. Simba. Right, Maury, but you don't get oh, to finish Mocha. Yeah, no. You already answered once. And uh, finally, in the, in the category of Golden Girls, just kidding, famous cats. Forget the hat and the sword. It's all about the boots for this kitty. Maury. <laughs> right. Excuse me, Maury? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Say it again one more time. <laughs> okay. What do you like? Eyebrow. Eyebrow. Okay. Ah! Ow! Ow! Okay. Um, so we have a little bit of a problem. Okay. Oh, crap. We're, we're tied. We're tied. We've we're tied never, at three. We have never in our lives had a tie. What do we do? Okay. Hold Give me one second. There's a very easy way to solve this. Okay. The way anybody would solve this. Okay. I'm going to write a number down on this piece of paper. Okay. Mocha. Yes. Pick a number between one and two. One. Correct. Oh! <laughs> and that is how you play pinch. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, YouTube was down last night. Did you see that? Everybody freaking out. <gasps> That's why. Yes. Because yes. I was trying to watch something on my phone. Yeah. Last night at like nine thirty, and it kept saying unavailable. Tap to retry. Yeah. But it's back up now. It's back up now, but I guess it happened. Because um, <sighs> I watched, I watched uh, some I videos was, at like 10 p.m. and it was fine. It was 9.15 Eastern that it went down. So oh, what was damn. this? Yeah, Tuesday Pacific time, 6.15 p.m. Yeah, so it was around 9.15 um, Eastern time. And uh, YouTube said, uh, thanks for your reports about YouTube, YouTube TV, and YouTube music access issues. We're working on resolving this and we'll let you know once fixed. We apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused. I don't ever remember YouTube being down. Oh my God. That's why I couldn't watch the D's Nuts video. 
<laughs> is that what you're trying to yeah. do? I was, I was just thinking back to like some of my favorite um, YouTube videos. I was like, you know what? Before I go to bed, I feel like watching the video. Nuts? These nuts. <laughs> and then the other one that came Chocolate to my mind. Chocolate rain? Uh, no, the other one that came to my mind was Chocolate I'm in my mom's car. Uh, oh wow, my God. so you wanted to go like old school. Yeah, I was like, listen, I just put me in a good mood before going yeah, to bed. Yeah, yeah. What was that one again? And mom, I'm in the car. Uh, no, I'm in my mom's car. Uh, broom, broom. broom. <laughs> Get out of the car. Yeah, this, me, this makes no sense to anybody <laughs> except for YouTube. Just YouTube it. <laughs> no, you can't YouTube. Well, I guess you can because it's, 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 uh, yeah. it's back up. It's fun, so funny with YouTube. It's like once, they, once it's no longer available to you and they take it away or, or it goes down, you sort of start to, to go through and you're like, oh my God, what, am I never going to be able to watch Double Rainbow again? Yeah. Oh or my God. There's some more girls up in that house? What about that guy? I'm in my mom's car. Broom, broom. Get out of my car. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a simpler time. Or, or what about the, uh, what's the girl that uh, that sang that song that we loved so much on YouTube? Oh, I Will Always years? Love You? No, 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 oh. not I Will Always Love You. Um, it was like a, it was a, it was a pop, it was like a faster song. You know, the girl who said this sang the song on YouTube. Friday? No, 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 it was like a regular girl. You know, the video of the girl singing on YouTube. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Come on, man. What? What? I got to narrow it down more than that. Yes. No, oh, girl. I don't know. It wasn't like it. She She wasn't singing. I'm blue, but she was singing. Um, oh, damn it. Are you Some, sure it's not? I will. Yeah. The girl that freaking no, no, out. No, over no, 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 no. No, it's like a, I don't know what it is. Hold on. Yeah, more, you know what I mean. The girl who sang the song on YouTube that one time. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Which one? <sighs> it was funny. I laughed at it. The funny one. The funny video of the girl singing on YouTube. How Are you, you trolling right this? now? I'm not trolling right now. I'm not trolling right now. The, the me and my puppy song? No, it's no, no, oh. no. It's not like, no, she's singing like a pop song. She's covering a pop song where she's, oh, she's like covering. singing it. Yes. Hold on. So you mean to tell me yeah. you're trying to think of a video you that's on the YouTube. Girl that sings the Whitney Houston song? No. That's what uh, I kept saying. Were you not listening? Like You never listen. It should be right after the one where the guy gets hit in the nuts oh. by his kid. <laughs> Is it? Um, oh, I know. I know. Hold what? On. Do you know? So, somebody just text. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Somebody just tweeted. Right. Chrissy, I believe you're right. Okay. Hold on. Let me. Um, Find the video of the guy getting hit in the nuts by his kid. It should be right after that one. Because I remember that's how I watched it back in the day. Is it this one? Boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say, wayho. I say, boom, boom, boom. Let everybody say, wayho. I say, boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say, wayho. Thank you. Finally, somebody who understands when I say that video of that girl on YouTube that sang that song. Thank you. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me hear you say, wayho. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Let me uh, run this website by you. You know, I'm... To make sure it's safe to look at at work? No, I just oh. logged on. You can look at it at work. It's all right. Okay. But I love a money-making scheme. Ooh. I, I always have. I never want to participate in them. Yeah. But I always love seeing a great money-making idea. Okay. That quick buck. Sure. I'm in. So there is a website called Who Paid 99 Cents? <laughs> okay. Okay? Sure. And... The only way to tell on this website who paid 99 cents is to pay 99 cents. Wait, the website is called who paid 99, 99 cents. cents 
And in order to see who paid 99 cents, I have to actually pay 99 cents? Yeah, and then if I logged on right after you, your name would be on that list. Oh, so it's just a website <laughs> full of names of people who paid 99 cents. Correct. To gain access. Absolutely. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. No. Legitimately. Yeah. Did who, you pay 99 cents? No, are you kidding me? Why not? Who oh, paid, come who on, paid, please. Who paid 99 cents? And it just, the only thing, so the webs, when you log on, it just reads, who paid 99 cents? And it says name, email, and then credit card number. And then you click to see who paid 99 cents. You, and then it reads, um, your name will be public, obviously. That's the <laughs> point. Yo! Uh, just use a fake one if you want. Your receipt will be emailed to you. So I guess it's kind of like a, they designed it to be like a viral sort of art project, whatever. I don't even know. I don't even know. But Do we know how many people? No, because you have to pay 99 cents. So nobody's saying <laughs> how many people paid 99 cents because they want you to pay 99 cents to find out who paid 99 cents. I bet thousands of dollars have been made. Or two. I don't know what it would be. Hold on. What is it again? It's who, who paid, paid 99, 99 cents? Okay. Dot com. American? <laughs> okay, so who paid a dollar twenty six? Or whatever the okay. exchange rate would be. Where's my wallet? Are you doing it? Well, I want to know who paid ninety nine wow. cents. Maury didn't even do this. Okay. Bust out the card here. Okay. Okay. Because now I'm curious. So again, if you're just joining us, good morning, by the way. Uh, if you're just joining us, it's uh, whopaid99cents.com. And in order to find out who paid 99 cents, you have to pay 99 cents. Meaning the only purpose of the website Whoops. is for people to pay 99 cents to find out who also Six. paid 99 cents. So presumably Six, when you log on, you're going to see a list of names. Now, here's what I think would be the greatest troll job in all troll jobs. What? Is that if you log on and hit submit, the only name that shows up is your own. Oh, come on. I think that would be a fantastic troll job. <sighs> Month. Are you doing it? Yes. Oh, my God. Who paid 99 cents.com? Mocha's about to be one of those people. And I swear to God, dude, if you log in and pay this and don't tell me how many people, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> I really will be. <laughs> Maury, get over here and look over his shoulder. No, no. Nah, nah. All right. See who. Okay, here we okay. go. See who paid. <laughs> Click. Fairly easy process. Oh, super easy. Yeah. Okay. Are you looking at a list of people that also pay ninety nine cents? Uh huh. How many are there? Yo, that's a lot of Russians, bro. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, How many, roughly? Like uh, dozens, hundreds, or thousands. Know. Shut up. <laughs> You're going to have to pay Shut 99 up. Shut cents. Up. Look at that computer viewers. <laughs> Don't cover it. All right. You want to know? Yeah. 318 people paid uh, 99 cents. <laughs> In all of the world, all you're one of the you're one of the 318 <laughs> losers that just paid somebody a dollar to see who else would give away a dollar. Yeah, it's me and a bunch of Russians. Apparently. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. <sighs> I screwed up, man. And what happened? Too quick to jump the gun. Like 30 minutes ago, we were talking about that website who paid 99 cents. Yeah. 
which is simply when you go to the page, the webpage of whopaid99cents.com, you have to enter your name and credit card number in order to see who else paid 99 cents. Right. And that's all the website is. It's just who paid 99 cents. You get a list of names. Yeah. And then like nothing else. Yeah. You have to pay 99 cents to see who else paid 99 cents. That's it. End of story. It's genius. And then you said something to me, and then I started getting texts from people. Okay. Because you said there was a bunch of Russian names. There's a bunch of Russian names. And I said, now they all have your credit card number. Right. Right. So somebody texted and said, are you not worried, Mocha, about your credit card being compromised? <laughs> and then somebody else wrote, be careful, Mocha. Now that you've provided your credit card info, your card may be used to make purchases. So watch it closely. Sorry, uh, but those who paid 99 cents, it's probably a big scam. I hope I'm wrong, though. This is the... Um this is the one reason why I didn't pay 99 cents for that, because when you go to the site... Well, you don't have 99 cents. That's the number one reason. Yeah. Well, the other reason is because like on the site, like it just enter your credit card number. Yes. And when I buy anything online now, yeah. I will only pay by PayPal. Because you can. What are well, you, a drug also, dealer? Well, because no, you can also link it to your checking account. Oh. But on this, it's like, because if it's PayPal, it's a, a third party site. You don't use this your is credit literally... card online? No, no, I, I link it to my checking account. I don't know, man. That sounds but like you, do, you don't do that for you don't do that for security. You do that because your credit cards are maxed. Yes, of yeah, course. Okay, that's a whole <laughs> different problem. No, but this, it's like it doesn't even link it to another thing. It's like you literally enter your credit card right on this site, which is very sketchy. Do you understand that there's a real good chance this afternoon Mocha's going to have to fight a Russian? <laughs> I, I <know>. Okay. <laughs> do you know where this? Right. I'm prepared, I guess. Okay, Maury, you're just maxed. Okay, Mocha have to make go to war. Red Dawn, <laughs> Wolverines. Okay. Anyway, public service announcement. When you go to that website, just you know what? Just take it from me. Just don't. Why not? Just, just don't enter your credit card now number. I'm curious if the numbers have gone up. Well, I'm not. I'm not paying enough for the team. Hold on. I have take a question for, for you. I have a question what? for you. If you go back onto who paid ninety nine cents, do you have to pay ninety nine cents again to find out if any more people have paid ninety nine cents, yes. or are you permanently logged in? Oh, man. What? No, I got to enter everything again. No! (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Mocha? Yo. Yeah, it's Detective May of the Nag Regional Police Financial Crimes Unit. (laughs) I just heard the frickin' story. You got to cancel your card right away. (laughs) I'm not kidding you, because that's what I do all day long is financial (laughs) crimes. So you got to do that, man, because you're going to... They're probably what you do. What happens is you go on, you end up on a, a sucker's list on the dark web. Yeah. Now that they've got your credit card information, and uh, they'll sell that, and the next thing you know, within twenty four or forty eight hours, they're going to be using your credit card. So you're going to get some major purchases and a pain in the ass. So just call up your bank, tell them you got some good advice from a police officer. Go and freaking go and cancel it. Get a new card. What if this was like some sort of legitimate art project that has been written up in magazines and stuff? Well. Honestly, Mocha, I wouldn't be doing it because, like, I'm going tonight to uh, talk to 170 people here in Niagara Region, and they're all elders. Uh, but it, it, it's there's so many uh, financial scams out there. And if you have to think about it, if you have to enter your credit card, why? Why do you have to put your credit card out there in order to see who's on the 99 cent list? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't so make sense. You can see who else paid 99 cents. I know, but Mocha, I, I know it's great radio, but I'm just it's just a little <laughs> bit of advice. I got to get into work, but I'm thinking I've never called a radio station. I've listened to a lot of stuff that goes on with financial crimes, and I thought, oh, man, I feel for you, because I, I really feel you're going to get uh, uh, dinged on this one. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> Thank you, officer. 
<laughs> yeah, no problem. Good luck. Yes, I am like an old person. Hey, uh, before we let you go, where where are you? You are out in Peel. What part um, of Peel? I'm I, I'm in Niagara Region now. You're Niagara Region. Financial crimes. I think that the advice that you really that you would just provide is don't make the stupid mistake you're about to make. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say you're stupid. Just don't do it. That's all. <laughs> okay. You wouldn't you, say good luck. you you wouldn't say there. you wouldn't say it's stupid for Mocha to put his credit card into a number. Of no, a I don't want to say that. I'm not like that. Mocha. You go on and keep entertaining us. That's all. I just don't want to. I don't want to see you get burned. That's all. Uh, okay. You are the best. <laughs> Thank you very all right, much. Take care. Thanks, see brother. All right. Bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Megan Markle. Sorry, Megan, the Duchess of Sussex. Yes, truth. Is uh, is pregnant. And everybody over in the UK freaking out. So no better time than over the next few months to start planning your trip to London, England. Uh, yeah, and don't forget, when you are in London, I love London, man. It's so much fun. Even in the winter, the summer, it, we, I've always had a great time in London. Uh, you do the food tour and whatever that's whatever it is to you you know you go fish and chips and a beer and then you hit up china they just do all the things in london and then you meet locals and then they tell you like where the queen's local pub is and then you go and hang out where she's never once been but they all say that that's her local pub it's really great london is awesome and then you get one of those double decker buses i fully encourage when you're in london to do the cheesy tourist things oh hell yeah the things you that have to. maybe you are like i don't know if i want to buy a map and take the bus buy the map and take Take the bus. It's the best way to do London. Uh, the reason why we're talking about London, England is because Air Transat has direct daily flights to London, England. Yes. Fun fact, you can walk right up to Buckingham Palace, knock on the front no, door. No, you, know, you can't. And uh, somebody will answer. If it's not Prince Philip, it might be the Queen. No. Yeah. Meghan uh, Markle, if she's home, no. uh, she may answer the door, invite you in for a cup of First tea. First of all, Meghan Markle doesn't live there. And Meghan Markle's sister last week showed up at Buckingham Palace and was escorted off the property. Yeah, Don't but show that's up because at Buckingham she's being Palace. Mean. <laughs> if you show up with like a gift bag with like a bunch of baby stuff in there and be like, yo, make them <laughs> from your fans. Listen, let's get back to Transat, okay? Right. You took me on a weird turn there. <laughs> Museums, historical <laughs> sites, monuments. Uh, we've talked about the royal landmarks. Yeah. Uh, England, super easy to navigate through the city. Uh, as Roz said, double-decker bus. You can even walk. You can take the, uh, the the subway down there, but they don't call it the subway. No, they it's call the tube, it the tube, baby. The tube. Right? Air Transat has direct flights daily to London, England. Get all the info, airtransat.com, and trust me when I say you can knock on that front door of Buckingham no, Palace, and they'll, uh, they'll invite you in. Phone call? Oh, yeah, let's take a phone call. Okay, cool. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka from Kiss92.5. Happy birthday. Oh, my God, stop. <laughs> What's your name? It's Courtney. All right, so, Roz, today's Courtney's birthday. She texted us. Uh, the text came through late last night, okay. but we got it this morning. Uh, she said, I listen to you every morning, and I've been listening to you since I bought my first car seven years ago. Oh, wow. Yep. I uh, I know you guys have been on the radio for so long, but I literally started. It was like my first preset when I got my car. Oh, what? That's amazing. How old are you turning? I'm 23. Oh, wow. Perfect age. All right. And what yeah. are you doing to celebrate? Um, just going for dinner tonight. Um. I don't know. Just, yeah, dinner, and that's basically it. It's my birthday. Yeah. On Mo- it's my birthday on Monday, by the way. Oh, nice. Yes. Both Libra babies. Well, I'm not. Libras are loads. I don't, I don't mess around oh, with that. Wow. Yeah, Dude. thanks for <laughs> Are you going to diss a girl on her birthday? What? Guys, I can't believe you actually called me. I'm Larry Dime. Okay. Well, yeah, of course. We call, We like to call everybody on their birthday. We try our best to call as many people as we can on their birthday because we know how much that means to people, and it's a, it's a real big deal, and we get a real kick out of it, too. 
All right. So, Courtney, you are a what? I'm a Libra, yeah. All right. Hold on. I'm going to read to you uh, what your horoscope says for today. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. People may come into conflict with you today, Libra. More than likely, the issue at hand will have to do with others being a bit too focused on themselves while you're more concerned with the collective. Try to be a bit more understanding as people demand more of your attention. There's an unmistakable passion in the air that will grant you more zest for life. Oh, okay. I'll take that. Minus maybe the conflict. (laughs) Let me read you this one, Courtney. Okay, now that Mocha's, okay, got, yeah. now, now that Mocha's got me on the horoscope trend here. Uh, Libras tend to lie in the name of personal gain. The only person a Libra will be fully honest with is themselves. They hate when they are wrong, and if they have to lie in order to not be proven wrong, they will do so and do so often. And if caught in their lie, they are ready to argue. Their lies don't necessarily stem from the desire to deceive, but rather to make everyone happy with them and think that they are great. Okay, well, I am great, but I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lying part. You can't only take the, the, the nice horoscopes. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, noted. Listen, noted. we just wanted to call to say thank you for listening, and more importantly, uh, happy birthday. Guys, thank you so much. Do you want us to sing you happy birthday? Absolutely. Okay, damn it, Maury, come on. Waddle, waddle. Then he waddled away. Waddle, waddle. waddle. Till the very next day. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Courtney. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. My coworkers definitely think I'm crazy now. <laughs> like, who are these people that called you? <laughs> Happy birthday, Courtney! Thank you guys so much. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So do you keep the ring or do you give it back? Yeah, that's the the question that always lights everyone up, like on fire. When you are in an engagement and the engagement ends, who gets the ring? The girl or the guy? Typically, okay? Um, and this all started with Ariana Grande yesterday because she gave Pete Davidson back her $100,000 engagement ring, which is to me the right thing to do regardless of how much the ring cost. But anytime we ask this question, it is so polarizing to the audience and we get a response that is usually split like right down the middle from people saying, hell no, that thing's a gift. It's mine from women to hell no, you got to give that back. There was no marriage. So the guy gets the ring back and it's split. It's crazy. It's always right down the middle. Uh, let me read you some texts that we got. Yeah. The ring must be given back. Some people just want to keep the ring for all the wrong reasons. Another text marriage question mark. F no, it's mine. Wow. Somebody else wrote, no, depends on the breakup. If the guy breaks up with the girl, she keeps the ring. If the girl breaks up with the guy, she gives it back. Oh, stop with that. This with one the rules of a breakup. In all caps. Yeah. It's not a gift. 
Earrings for Valentine's Day or your birthday is a gift. You get to keep it. The ring is a commitment. Yeah, so give it back. Uh, Somebody else wrote, my parents are separated and my father told me to keep my ring from my ex. Wow. Wow. No, your old man told you that? Yeah. Man. Uh, Hey, what's going on? It's Raza Mocha. Hey, hi, hi, hi. Hi, Mocha. <laughs> Roz is here, too. Oh, hi, Roz. So you want to weigh in on this ring debate? Uh, absolutely, yeah. Well, the thing is, I was in that situation, and initially, of course, I gave it back. I mean, it was I felt that, you know, it, I wouldn't keep his favorite night shirt to keep just for, you know, to wear once in a while, or you know what I mean? So why would I keep something... Um, something so sentimental with the promise of marriage. Why, you know, so I had given it back. And then we got back together. And for the life of me, and I wore it for another year or so. And for the life of me, I can't know. I don't know. Maybe I was angry. Maybe, you know, selfish reasons made me keep it. But in my heart's um, mind, I should have given it back. So what's so what's your plan? What's your plan for the ring? plan if <laughs> you, know, you just throw it away uh, right well you okay because i don't know like there's no re- like because that's just that's what an are you, evil th- thing you throwing like, away diamonds what are you the mayor <laughs> no exactly exactly, exactly. So, uh, why don't you sell it why don't you pawn it off is, or something okay so i went i went to um a pawn shop i won't say names because i don't know if i'm allowed and he said uh, he said oh i'll give you two grand for it yeah. and i was like well, no, I, I'm not that hard up. I don't need two grand. I mean, I, I, I do you, do you, you still, know, pause for one second. Do you still talk to your ex? Once in a while. Once not, in a while. No, I haven't talked to him in maybe okay. seven years. All right. Give, give him, <laughs> okay. Give him his damn ring back. Right. Give but it back I, to him. I should, right? Give him his damn ring back. It's driving right. you nuts. It's in a box. You're not going to take it. Yeah, whatever. Give it, just give his damn ring back. Get it out of your life. I give. It, I I agree. Yeah. Okay. okay we just got this text. There. I'll read this text yes, to you, Mandy. Please. Hi, my name is Carrie. The ring goes back, and a real woman knows that. Oh snap! <laughs> so Mandy, <laughs> give back that ring. Twenty six years later. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mandy. Yeah, you know. Bye. 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 Hey, kiss. It's Razamoka. Hey, I just wanted to weigh in on your engagement ring talk. Yeah. What's your name? Uh, Sabrina. Sabrina. Go for it. So my sister was engaged, and then they ended up calling it off, and they actually both agreed um, that he wanted her to keep the ring, and then she ended up uh, pawning it off. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. How wow. much was the ring worth, and how much did she get for it? I think it was worth 3000 and she only got about 500 for it. Now, does he know, like, does your sister's ex know that she pawned off the ring? Uh, no, he doesn't. Oh, okay. I know a guy that uh, had to, they broke up. He got the engagement ring back, but then he's like, what do I do with it? Because yeah. you can't return it. You can't get a refund. So, yeah, no. So, but what he could do was he brought it back to the store and got store credit for it. Yeah. And now, then, what, like bought like a real baller watch? No, then he sold <laughs> the store credit. Oh, oh, whoa, that's really smart. Yeah. Oh wow! I yeah. Could do that. Yeah, he sold he sold the store credit. He went and got store credit for it, and then sold the store credit so somebody else could go in and get whatever they wanted. Nah, fam, should have oh, got wow. that baller watch. <laughs>
<laughs> Thanks, Sabrina. Thank you. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. What's up? Oh, my God. I can't believe I got through. <laughs> I just have some feedback about that whole ring situation. Yes. A friend of mine, she's actually a lawyer, and she went through a breakup with her fiancé, a uh, bad breakup. But she said that at the time, she was thinking about keeping it, but by law, yeah. she had to give it back because it's technically a contractual agreement for that ring. Yeah, we're, so we're, we're, getting, a, we're getting a lot of that. Uh, coming through where it is it, but legally you have to give the ring back but we all know yeah. what that means though yeah well you know it, it was a hard time for him to get it back because it meant a lot to him yeah. but at the same time it's like what are you going to do if, if you guys break up the girl's just going to keep the ring and it's kind of like it's selfish I think it's totally selfish well it, it is but like we had said just before we took these calls a lot mm-hmm. of the reasoning behind someone wanting to keep the ring is just like that text we read, read where it reads, the ring is a promise of intent. If that promise is not yes. met, then it should be given back unless it's the man that's done something to null the promise. Double exactly. snap, right? So in that case, this is where things get ugly is when they say, well, you're the one that dumped me or you're the one that cheated. But legally, even if that is the case, the ring's got to go back. Girl. Yeah, I think I think it should go back either way. It's one of those things where why would you, why would either of you want to even be reminded of such a horrible situation? The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. You know how sometimes couples leave each other post-it notes around the house? Oh my God, do that all the time. See, I'm a big fan of Grey's and Meredith and McDreamy did their wedding vows. They basically got married over a post-it note, right? Yeah. And then they had it framed over the bed. Oh, it was geez. beautiful. Yeah. What, what sort of post-it notes do you write, Jenna? I'll just, um, I love you, or yeah. I hope you have a good day, stuff like that, or I'll leave something in the fridge for her. I'll just be like, love you, babe. Enjoy. Maury got a couple from his uh, husband, Matthew. Aw. Yeah. Sweet. And he brought them in so I can show them to you. Please do. You want to come in here more? Hold on. And I really and I really like this idea of leaving post-its for because especially when you're working odd schedules or your sort of hours in your day don't fully line up like well, with this I, case. I will say that yeah. that I've Matthew still has <laughs> a post-it it. in the bathroom that I left him once that said I love you. Right. Yeah. And it's still there. It's still there. What did you stick it to? I stuck it to the mirror. Right. And it's still there and it's yeah. been almost a year. Cuz then he looks at the mirror and goes, mm, "I love you too." <laughs> So, himself, so these are the post-its that uh, Matthew left for Maury. Can I read these? Yeah. Okay. One post-it reads. Can you clean the hairs from when you shaved? Ew! <laughs> Gross. And I'm going to edit this one. The other one reads, can you clean the poo stain? I imagine <gasps> this was what, on the toilet? It was on the lid. On the lid. <laughs> How do you get... <laughs> no, it was the, the post-it was on the lid, not the poo stain. <laughs> 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 God, <laughs> so disgusting. So those are, those are the love notes. Oh. I woke up and I went into the bathroom. I saw that there's a post, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh my God!" Your heart starts going. I'm like, "This is so cool!" <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh great!" Oh So man. did you do the things? Yeah, I did the things. Yeah, but was this in your bathroom? Yes. Oh, the guest bathroom, by the way, right. which Dan I call Maury's... my bathroom because it's not fair that he has his own bathroom and I share the guest. Damn it, Maury's not allowed to use the master ensuite. That is strictly for Damn it, Matthew. Right. Maury is uh, forced to use the guest bathroom. Yes. <laughs>
outside of the main bedroom. So yeah. in the middle of the night, if you get up and you got to go pee. I have to open the bedroom door, walk across the living room and into the guest bathroom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm passing a bathroom. Right. <laughs> right. So when you wake up in the middle of the night and you really have to go pee, you have to walk past a toilet to go to another toilet. Yes. Oh, right. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so romantic, though. Right? Wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, can we talk about the Wiggles real quick? Hell yeah. Okay. I almost burst out into tears last night when I watched the video that you posted on Instagram. So, how old's your son now, Cruz? He is 17 months. Which is... Uh, year and a half. Year and a half. And... <laughs> <laughs> And a huge fan of the Wiggles. Oh, my you God. You allow him to watch the Wiggles because the Wiggles are dynamite. Yeah. And he gets so excited, man. So, so who's excited. His, so who's his favorite? Emma Wiggle? Emma is his absolute favorite. Okay. And we've had them in here before. Yeah. And they've done songs for us, and they've been on this show more than any other guest ever has. Eight times, Maury says. And they always do like a custom song for us. And the last couple of times you've Skyped in with They your, FaceTime Cruz. Sorry, FaceTime yeah. with Cruz while they were here. And so yesterday was what, the first time that he got to see he, them? Uh, we went to the Sony Center on Saturday. Okay. And we had the opportunity to meet them yeah. backstage. And we get back there. And at first when we got to the venue, Cruz had like absolutely no idea, obviously. How would he know that sure. we're seeing the Wiggles? Yeah. And then I said to him, and anytime somebody says to him, the Wiggles, his eyes like light up. Yeah. And he gets a big smile on his face. So he's, I said, uh, Cruz, we're going to see the Wiggles. And he was like so confused. Yeah. He was like, but where's but, the TV? But I don't understand. And we go backstage and he sees all of them standing there. Oh my God, I'm going to tear up. Yeah. And he sees all of them standing there and he was like so happy and so excited. And all he wanted to do was run over to Emma. Yeah. So that's exactly what happened. They all said hi to him, and he went over to Emma, and he li- he like raised his arms for her to to give him a hug. Yeah, and she gives him a hug, and then he like tries to like mount her, he like climb her. her. I know. And she lifted him up and held her uh, held him in in her arms, and she talked to him, and it yeah. was really really sweet. And then Anthony, the Blue Wiggle, says, "Hey, what's his favorite song?" Yeah. And uh, my wife Jenna says. Well, all of them, but his absolute favorite is Rockabye Your Bear. And at this point, Emma was sitting on the ground with my son in her lap, and then blue, red, and purple wiggle all got down on their knees and knelt right beside Cruz and Anthony on the guitar. Everybody clap. Everybody sing. Too while they were there, that uh, they were they don't they they don't sing a full volume when there's like a baby there, right? No, like they're no, all sort no. of like super whispering. Completely but I know I had, sensitive I had to the that fact same that thing. A kid, yeah. When I watched that video and I saw Cruz walk right up to Emma and then she knelt down because she's super great with kids, and then she hugged him and then he just immediately lifted his knee and put it on her knee as if like you feel like home, like I yeah. I can chill here for a while, yeah, and just so awesome. 
but um, I want to play this for you too because uh, after we got your perspective of what it was like for your boy Cruz to yeah. meet Emma, um, Emma called us to let what? us know what it was like to no, meet, are you serious? To meet your boy Cruz. So, <gasps> so this is Emma from the Wiggles right after the right after the meeting. Hi, Mocha. It's Emma from the Wiggles. So nice to have you at the show, and so lovely to meet little Cruz for the first oh. time. This time we didn't even see cruise on FaceTime in real life. It was amazing. So glad you guys enjoyed the show. We got to meet Jenna as well. Hope you have a lovely, wiggly, beautiful day. And Lockie here. I totally saw your matching kicks. Best thing ever. Go kicks. <laughs> See you guys. Wiggling. Oh, so man. Were, you, were you guys wearing matching shoes? You and Cruz? Yeah, yeah we, of course we, you we were. Always wear matching Jordans. Hell yeah. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, so are we here? Jeopardy did something last night that I want to get to. Oh, okay. Uh, Was it did, a game? Yeah, they did a Star Wars category last <gasps> night. They did? Yeah. Okay. So the category was, which Star Wars? Which, which? Star Wars? Okay. You want to go through them and we'll try and... Uh, sure. We'll go like head to head or something, but we can't buzz in, so I don't know how we're gonna do it. You just what's that more? We'll just wave your arms in the air, right? Wave them like you just don't care. We'll do the YMCA dance. I don't know what you're saying to <laughs> yeah, me. Right both now. Yeah, both arms up in the air as if your body's on fire. First one to yell at the answer. Okay, well, okay, we'll have to say uh, first one to yell woo. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, here we go. Uh, which Star Wars for 200? Obi-Wan sacrifices himself in whoa, a duel. Whoa. Oh. What? <laughs> Fine, that's, go. That's A New Hope. No, no, no. You gotta answer oh, what is A New Hope? Alan? What is The Empire Strikes Back? No. Oh, Sarah. Alan. What is A New Hope? A New Hope, that's Loser. it. Star Wars for 400, please. Kylo Ren commits patricide. Uh, whoa! What, what does patricide mean? What does that even mean? For, um, when he, like, dusts off everybody. When he kills everyone. Oh, okay. So what is okay, it? Okay, so uh, what is uh, The Force Awakens? Oh, okay. First of all, what is patricide? Go ahead. Josh. What is... Oh, it's not coming. Sarah. What is The Force Awakens? Yes. Oh. Uh, Star Wars 600, please. Chewie roasts some porg. Oh, too close to call. Go ahead. Okay, what is um, The Last Jedi? Right. Stupid porgs. Sarah? Uh, what is The Last Jedi? Yeah, you're up on your Star Wars <laughs> films. Keep it going. Uh, Star Wars 800, please. Kawhi Gone makes the mistake oh. of saving Jar Jar. Whoa! Oh, whoa. Okay. Phantom Menace. <sighs> the worst one. Sarah? What is the Phantom Menace? Yes. Yes. Uh, Star Wars 1000, please. Young Anakin is assigned to protect Padme. Whoa! Ah, go. That is um, Attack of... What is Attack of the Clones? Okay. And that would be Attack of the Clones. Oh! I have, what was the score, Maury? I won. 3-2. Yeah. Please. Did you? Yes. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know. You weren't paying attention? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. 
Okay, I need to clear something up. Okay. That somebody texted to us just now. I just want to make sure that the person meant to say what they said in the text and that maybe autocorrect didn't change a word. Okay. All right. So yeah. we're going to call them. Hello. Hey, it's Ron Zamoka from Tari. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's your name? It's Mitch. Mitch. Okay, so Roz, Mitch's text to us just now mm-hmm. said, uh, working at a place, I can hear you again, been listening for almost four years now. Love the show. Glad I sneezed and found Mocha uh, after listening to him in Cambridge when I was in high school. <laughs> so Mitch, obviously you're referring to uh, years ago when I worked at a, at a radio station in Kitchener. That's correct, yeah. Now, in your text, did you mean to, to type... Love the show. Glad I sneezed and found Mocha. Uh, or did your phone autocorrect? A hundred percent, I did. I was actually going to your old station, uh-huh. and I was driving on the four hundred one going towards Toronto, and I sneezed while trying to go to your old station and flipped to your new station and yeah. heard your laugh. See, and I was like, I know that laugh, and I listened. I was like, Oh my god, that's Mocha. Okay, bro. When you write somebody that context, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I sneezed, and like yeah. my spit from my sneeze. <laughs> hit the radio and it switched from one frequency to another. Yeah, like you can't just say glad I sneezed and found Mocha. <laughs> That's super weird because it's super weird, man. Uh, well, we are glad to have you. Yeah, man. Uh, you've been listening for how long? You said, uh, I think it was four years, right? Four, four years to run Mocha and then I was listening to you guys, or I guess Mocha in high school when he was on the Kitchener station. Oh wow. my God, high school. Damn. What's your life like uh, Like now? I now work full time in construction, so I do, I kind of move all over the place, which is why I can't pick you up all the time, but I listen oh, okay. to your podcast every day. Oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> how do you like the podcast? I love the podcast. Yeah. It makes me laugh so much because I drive a truck for a living. Right. Yeah. So it's, I'm just driving around listening to it and everyone's looking at me like I'm an idiot. Nice. Now, when, you, when you listen to the podcast, do you listen to it all uh, in one shot or does it take you a couple of days to get through an entire episode? I listen to it all in one shot. Sometimes oh, wow. a couple in a, in a day because oh, I wow. drive for 10 hours at a time. Well, so. Damn, that's crazy. What's your, what's your CB handle? The CB? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we're all uh, private stations, so I, I'm just Mitch on my CB. So. Uh, I don't believe you drive a truck. Uh, what do you mean? Uh. I drive like, uh, okay. okay, if you have... Had to have a handle, another name, Mitch. What would it be? Oh, jeez! Don't tell me you didn't um, think about it. it. See, you know is, what? See, it to would, me, it would probably have to be smooth, cool, dude. Oh, shut <laughs> up, dude! All right, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Yo, Mitch, trolled you hard, I'm done bro. With you. Where's the phone? Let me sneeze on it. I'm gonna get rid of this jerk. <laughs> Oh my God, Mitch! Uh, I'm so glad we were able to reconnect. Thank God for that sneezy, yours. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. I listen to you guys every day when I can. Uh, right, thank right you for right. listening, and thanks so much for the text. Uh, thank you for calling me. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Not too bad. So I just wanted to say thanks for the uh, the other day. What happened? Because uh, I called about the. Yeah. Oh, what's up, dude? I recognize your voice. Can I just say before you go any further, you're welcome. Okay. I don't even know what the great thing I did was, but you're welcome. Uh, no, because you guys had actually called me out when I had called in about uh, Thanksgiving dinner, and you were like, you know, why do you refer to your wife as the wife? 
Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Okay, pause for one second. We talked to you going into uh, last weekend, and you were talking about your plans and your family, and you kept referring to your wife as, quote, the wife. The wife. Right. And we asked you why you did that. And so what, what happened afterwards? I don't know. I just got thinking about it. And, uh, you know, I remember when uh, when Mocha was talking about his wife that one morning and you know, it was very emotional and yeah. got me thinking. And I was like, you know what? She's my wife. So thank you guys for calling. It really opened up my eyes a little bit. Oh. I, I just think that when somebody says the wife, the husband, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, I, I don't know. It just doesn't sound, it just doesn't sound right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that person yeah. is in your life and you would assume that, that you <laughs> love that person yeah. with uh, everything that you are. And you would be proud to say, my wife, my husband, my boyfriend or girlfriend, not the, right? Like the is referring to something else, like an object, right? When you say the wife. It, uh, it, yeah. it puts a little distance between the two of you when you say the wife. And I know a lot of yeah. people say it like jokingly. Yeah. Right. Which is sure. fine. Yeah. Do your thing. That's just the way I see yeah. it. Now, that's not the big that's not the biggest one that you can. That's not the big one, though. The big one is still there's one having a guy refer to his wife as the wife. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't make the top of the list of weird or dumb ways a guy can refer to his wife. Okay. The number one thing on that list is still when a grown man calls his wife mother. Oh, who's a politician right? that yeah. does that? Mike, Mike, really? Pen, Mike Pence does yes! that. Mike Pence. Mike Pence. Oh, and you, and you see it. You, so weird. you see it a lot with old, you see it a lot with old guys <laughs> Yeah. where they oh, refer, like leave it to beaver days. Yeah. They refer to their wife as mother. That's and so weird. That is number one on the list. I would rather you say a million times the wife <laughs> than refer to your wife as mother. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Because uh, uh, in a household with grown children, mother just becomes the the individual's name. Yeah. As as opposed to a title, right? So everybody yeah. just refers to the mother as mom or as mother. Hey, Sean. So did you end up having a conversation with your wife about this? Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, not, not her, too much. What was her take on it? Sure, I thought I was weird about this because I think we've just kind of been going along with this for so long. So she's yeah. kind of taken back, but no, it was it was a nice little conversation. Right. Yeah, um, she thought it was really nice. So oh, there you yeah. go. My wife is happy about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wife sounds like a cool chick, man. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, as always, thanks so much for calling into the Roz and Mocha Show. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We're going to call somebody right now, Roz, who um, is listening to our podcast. Oh, wow. Okay. person said that they've been binging the podcast they have so many questions and comments uh they are currently on episode number eight right now oh man you got a lot to go you got a lot to go through hello hello hi hey it's ronza mocha hi how are you guys good how are you i'm well thank you uh what's your name jennifer jennifer so your text uh you've been binging the podcast yes you're on episode eight right now. Yes, yes. You, it's only been a couple of days, but yes. So are you are you uh, listening in chronological order, or have you? Yes, yeah, I oh, went right okay. to the, right wow. to the beginning. Yeah, so I'm I'm getting this time last year. <laughs> wow. Okay. So um, first of all, how did you discover the uh, the podcast? Well, I, I mean, I listen to you guys every morning on the way to work. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I gotta I gotta 
see what I'm missing <laughs> or and, see what I have missed. And you, yeah. you realize just how much you are missing once you start listening to the podcast. I hear that all the time. <laughs> well, it's funny because they, they start about an hour apiece and now they're up to like three hours apiece or so, I yeah. think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we changed it because we realized that people were, were listening to the, like taking their weekend to listen to it or they were you know, wanting it for three days worth of, you know, 25 minute commutes kind of thing. And mm-hmm. we just kept hearing, you know, more and more and more and more and more. So we, we load them up now. It's good. It's yeah. good. I'm glad. Okay. So Jennifer, uh, in your text was, you said that you've got a ton of questions. So do you have any questions you'd like to ask right now? Oh my gosh. Um, well, like, where do you guys come up with the questions in terms of the games that you play, like five and seven and pinched and stuff? Like where, where does, like, how do you think of some of the questions? <laughs> it's all just based around what we think that people will laugh at, what are funny, but it still has to be a fun game. Like when, when you when you play games, the great thing is, is that it, it has to also still be a great game. Like you can play ridiculous things where the outcome winds up being ridiculous and funny, but it's not a very good game. And, and one mm. thing that we're really hardcore about is when we come up with a lot of these games that the game part, the actual gameplay has to be a great game and like the game itself has to be interesting like five and yeah. seven without being funny should still be a very interesting game to listen to you i know? feel like i feel like because i play along um and i feel like it's it's tough like i listen to maury and he, he takes long pauses but i yeah. feel like even me <laughs> trying to play along um and then when you guys do the words in french i i am um, <laughs> i do the i spanish comes to mind first for me so i'm right, trying to okay. do it there in spanish wow. um and then i'm like wait what's what's the word in french but i go to spanish first and then i'm like no okay what what does it sound like in french so for for me that's that's why it takes me long as well so sure um it's funny to hear him like struggle through i know that sounds awful but it's funny no, to hear him that's, struggle that's through it, and i'm like it, it is kind of hard <laughs> the game is so <laughs> successful <laughs> uh what other questions do you have jennifer um, and i wish i had been like taking notes um while i was listening because there, there's just so many things that now at this moment i can't i can't think of that's but okay the the Halloween radio show made me laugh like I was wheezing in the car and oh last year's yeah um, it was yeah and it well because I've I've I, I I'm an actor too and I've done radio shows I did one right. for Halloween but yeah. we did kind of classic stories and um, never an original story we in will, that uh, we do oh my god we do them every year and we'll do another one again oh, this perfect. year yeah <laughs> so good thank so you um, well, looking forward to it Jennifer mm-hmm. anytime you have any other questions uh, as you go through all of our podcasts. Feel free to text us. Thank you for listening, Sorry. Jennifer. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Take care. Take Bye-bye. Care. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Nathan Fillion. I like this guy a lot, man. Yeah, as we were saying earlier, Firefly is one of my favorite shows, one of my favorite sci-fi shows. And then Serenity was the movie that they did after it because they canceled this, the, the show just way too soon. And fans freaked out. And it was really the, the first round of shows getting saved by fans because it happened with nashville it's happened uh, since for with a couple of shows but fans freaked out then they wound up doing a a one-off movie about it um before we talk about his new show the rookie which airs tuesday nights at 10 do you remember when (laughs) nathan fillion was on um modern family for a bit 
He was a weather guy for the local news station. He no. was dating Haley. No. <laughs> he had the best, the best name ever. What was it? Rainer Shine. <laughs> First name Rainer, last name Shine. <laughs> oh, he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a ton of fun. So the new show, The Rookie, he's a cop? Yeah. Is he the rookie? Yeah, he's, no. a, he's a 40-year-old rookie. Come on. Yeah, I swear. Wow, that sounds like a Steve Gutenberg movie yeah. from 1982. <laughs> uh, okay, so the, the rookie, what did you do with him, Maury? You uh, did... Like some police lingo with them. Okay, testing his cop knowledge. Nathan Fillion, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me back. Okay, okay so in the rookie, you're playing um, a new rookie cop. How did you get into the mindset of being a cop? Mm. Well, that's easy. It's all written down for you before you get to work. This is your mindset, sir. Just put this clothes on and stand over here and say these words. Okay. So Nathan Fillion, because you are playing a rookie cop, there's a lot of lingo that police need to know. Jargon. We, we call it jargon. You're already up on a lot of it. So I'm going to say some of the lingo and we'll see. Take a guess of what you think it might be okay done all right okay d-dub 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 obviously uh means <laughs> uh when you are using things like uh, uh the, the walkie-talkie or the um uh the, the the body cams that you uh go over the audio again to make sure it's correct wow it was wrong oh, oh. Um, shorthand for driving while intoxicated a d-dub yeah oh a d-dwi yeah gotcha Okay. That makes a lot of sense, actually. I think that's better. <laughs> okay. Twist off or torque off? That refers to the kinds of handcuffs that police use. Um, flying off the handle, uh, my warrant arrest completely twisted off when I put him in cuffs. So I guess like freaking out. There you go. There you go. The yeah. type of cuffing. I, kinda, I, kinda, I, I had handcuffs. <laughs> I was close there, right? Blue flamer. <laughs> Blue flamer. That's not my nickname growing up. That's when you, uh, <laughs> everyone knows it's when you light a fart. Yeah, it is. <laughs> No. That's a blue angel. That's a blue angel. <laughs> Rookie officer who feels like he or she has a mandate to save the world. Uh, Last one for you. Uh, hard stripper. You, you don't want one of those. You don't want to. If you're going to have a stripper. Actually, I wouldn't mind one. You, you want them all soft. <laughs> a, a, a formerly promoted uh, corporal or sergeant. Is it striper? And did you miss? You're looking at. No, it's a double. That's a. That's, that's striper. Yeah, stripper has two P's. Oh, so okay, hard stripper. Buddy. So you meant to say blue striper? No, hard striper. Hard striper, yeah. but it was. Yeah. But you said hard stripper. Yeah. And he's, Nathan Fillion's very right too. Blue Angel. I haven't heard the term Blue Angel. You oh can tell God. how old he is. Blue Angel is when we used to sit in the base of my friend uh, Evan's house and light our farts on fire. Do people still do that? I Why don't think they do. No, I don't. I think kids are beyond lighting their farts on fire now they just like eat tide pods yeah right <laughs> like i think eating tide pod is the new blue angel blue <laughs> angels by the way could you imagine that the kids today would be doing something more dangerous than putting a lighter to your butthole and farting <laughs> yeah the ross and mocha show podcast hey what's going on boys what up the main reason i'm calling is actually because of a video i saw on instagram the other day okay uh, I was looking at Damon Moore's Instagram post, and I saw that he posted the engagement proposal he did with Damon Matthew. Right. And, you know, I'm sort of in that situation right now, and I just wanted your opinion, Mocha, because I know you were, you know, you haven't been married for that long, right? And no. I want to know what exactly 
when is the right time to propose and how did you do it? And, you know, love him or hate him, Maury did do an amazing job with that proposal with Mariah Carey. <laughs> how did, how did Dan and Maury propose to Dan and Matthew? I don't oh, think we've stop. ever heard that story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. You've never, you've never heard the no. story. No, eh? we, work, we work with Maury for uh, like seven, eight let years me, now. And uh, for the longest time, I can't recall how they got engaged. Let me remind you, Maury, uh, I, I seem to recall, was there something about you hooked up an opportunity to get on stage with Mariah Carey and propose to Matthew in front of no, a No, that happened a, a earlier this year audience. with a couple of famous dancers that everybody was talking oh, about. Oh, right. Right? A oh, couple yeah, of uh, Mariah's dancers That's got right. engaged and it like made worldwide right. news. That one I know. Yeah, okay, so no. forget, hold on. What's your name on the phone, bro? What's your name on the phone? Uh, the name's Tony. Tony, okay, well listen, we're gonna move away from your story. You'll figure it out, okay? Um, <laughs> oh, no, 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 what? no! What? No, we're gonna get back to Tony's okay. story. If, Tony, like... if, we, if we have time, this is more important. <laughs> <laughs> this is more important. Tony, you'll figure it out. It's never the right time is the answer, so just get off your ass and do it. <laughs> do you love her? No. Do you love her? Of course. Does she love you? Of course. Do you want to be married? Yeah. Okay, it's never the right time. Just get off your ass and do it. Uh, so Maury, <laughs> Maury got engaged. Maury got engaged in Las Vegas uh, on stage with Mariah Carey, and it was this huge deal. But it was sort of back before things really were able to trend. There was right. no social right? media. There was really no social right. media. Like YouTube existed, but things that didn't was go really it. Things didn't go viral the way they go right. viral today. So Maury just has will not never shut up about the, that time he got on stage with Mariah Carey to propose to his fiance Matthew. Uh, and now his husband, Matthew. But not that long ago, two dancers from, where were they from? Where Mariah's, they like, dancers. Mariah's dancers. Right, Mariah's dancers. So these two other gay guys got on stage with Mariah and proposed. But they're always on stage with her anyway. And the next day, those two were on like Good Morning America yeah. talking about that big proposal <laughs> on stage with Mariah and how it's never happened. Uh, and it was incredible. All we made was E.T. Canada. Right. Uh, yeah, so that so that was that. But uh, but yeah, no, I vaguely remember Maury's, but yeah, I'm okay. As you were saying, this new couple, the hot couple. No, yeah. no, yeah, no, 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 no. Great. no. I was so are, happy for those two. No, always on stage with her anyway. They yeah. are her dancers. They yeah. have access to her. That's fine. But no. oh man, I yeah. remember that the day after that happened, it was everywhere. That yeah. news story everywhere. It was incredible. The, the video it was getting yeah. reposted, retweeted. Yeah. People on Facebook commenting yeah. like crazy. And what a great moment for them too to have so that for nice. the rest of their lives. I know. And also to have everybody know about it too. Yeah. I think that's what makes it the most important is that at the world. Was watching. You know, I, I, as a big deal, uh, here's what I think, guys. I think every year uh, on the anniversary of them getting engaged, yeah. Mariah's dancers, we need to celebrate. We should. Because yeah. it really is an important well, my moment. My blood is boiling. Yeah, I know it is. Yo, Tony, much love to you, bro. Thanks Peace. so much for calling in. Later. Hey, much love, guys. Later. The Rosin Mocha Show podcast. Uh, they've created fart genes. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what? Okay, you can now buy jeans that claim to stop your farts from smelling. Fart I'm jeans. All, I'm all for that. I remember a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, like 2001, somebody tried to market and sell a fart pillow where what? it was a pillow that you could it look it was thin like a like a lawn chair pillow yeah and it had a little handle on it so you can obviously carry it from room to room and it, the pillow had a carbon filter through it and they said that if you just put this pillow on the couch 
and you gave it to like your dad or your mom or somebody in the house who farts a lot that they would just sit on this and then as long as they sat on this their farts would be filtered through this carbon filter and then the rest of the family would be spared yeah but does the pillow <laughs> the, then the, stink the after no because no, it, it cleanses act- it it just yeah. it, uh, it filters it basically it was two years ago they tried to market uh, fart underpants yeah but who wants those Fart jeans is where it's at right now. That's the 2018, guys. <laughs> okay. Okay, so there's men's jeans and women's jeans. Jeans. <laughs> yeah. Damn jeans. And uh, they claim that a special... Yeah, here we go. Carbon back panel is keeping smelly farts at bay. Adding that the average person farts around 14 times a day. I believe it. Is this from a cereal? Is this from Shreddies, Maury? I don't believe. No. Okay. The company's what? the company's called Shreddies. So yeah, they no. say uh, Shreddies flatulent flatulence filtering garments feature an activated carbon back panel that absorbs all flatulent odors. The jeans are 150 bucks. What? Which is pretty good for jeans. For fart jeans. For fart jeans. Uh, the website says uh, Shreddies flat fat flat I can, f- fart jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know what? Don't say flatulence filtering. Yeah. Flatulence filtering. Right? Uh, jeans feature a carbon lining which eliminates odors. The carbon lining gives increased protection and more freedom to enter social situations. But the- so I guess it, maybe it's for people who maybe don't leave the house because of a flatulence problem. And now they're <laughs> saying, hey, don't worry. We got you. You can now wear our $115 jeans with a carbon filter in the bomb. And you can just be free to go to, those, go to those events that you yeah. felt too ashamed to show up at sure. in the past. Go to the movies, got to fart, yeah. just fart. You yeah. can't wear these around the house, though. They need to come up with fart pajamas because a lot of people fart in bed. I don't mind wearing jeans at home. Not in bed, though. Eh, no, I know. Maybe then, then so like, I don't know if you want to sleep in carbon sheets, though. But, uh, but yeah, no, car, I think, I think that, so that, so that's the new thing. So fart jeans are the new thing. They're $115 each, uh, carbon filter on the, on the butt. And, uh, this is for your freedom. So now you can feel free to enter, uh, what would generally be awkward social situations. You looking because, in your direction. Yes. Damn it, Maury. Yeah. Hey, the Roz and Mocha show podcast. Let me run this by you. Tell me if you'd be interested in watching this show. Okay. So it's a new dating show because I'm a huge fan of The Bachelor and all that stuff. Yeah. I love those shows. Uh So a new dating show, they say, is helping time-pressed millennials save on the unnecessary preliminaries by cutting right to the chase. The show is called Making Love. Okay. And it has contestants make love first and then decide if they like each other. <laughs> so it's basically fantasy suite. Yeah? It's just straight to the fantasy suite. So you meet yeah. fantasy suite. Yes. And then you decide whether or not you want to be with that person through dates and discussion and whatever. They so have it's backwards to- bachelor. They have brought together, quote, scientifically matched singles, whatever that means, to okay. ask the essential question, could making love make you fall in love? What'd you say, Maury? Yes. Yes, Maury says. <laughs> so they said that so the show is a, quote, groundbreaking experiment into how humans fall in love. Behind the bedroom doors, cameras have captured the new couple's every move, every awkward moment, they say. And then the producer said, before pulling away at the last minute, only to reappear in 
like the glow of afterwards or the gloom of afterwards. Yeah. And then contestants can then hurry into the bathroom to debrief the audience on just how it was. So it's fantasy Hold suite. On. So like immediately after? Immediately after. While yeah. they still have Has messy hair? Greenlit? Yeah. Or is this just a concept the, the, that somebody's throwing out there? They're throwing it around in, uh, there's a television festival happening right now in Cannes. And uh, it's making like huge buzz. Like huge buzz. You know who's gonna pick up pick up the show? What was that Fox? Yeah, no, I would no, watch no, this. No. I would think Fox would pick this up in a second. I don't know. And, and to answer your question, think about it. Yes, you can definitely fall in love. I mean, you, the heat, the kissing. I mean, there's yeah. nothing more. But where do you go no, from there, there though? There, where do you go from there? Caught up in the moment. Yeah, and then afterwards, like. So, so they it's just say basically a hookup show. And then they say we will follow the daters over the next few weeks. So it's very much like Reverse Bachelor yeah. to see if the pair remain friends with benefits or if they'll choose to get to know each other and then start a relationship. So Tinder. Yeah, I guess it's Tinder. That's that's who this is for, right? Because it's, the whole it's point for of Tinder that swipe is, right audience. The whole point of Tinder is for you know, your initial thought is, I want to hook up with this person. Right. And this, so, this has worked for many people who have hooked up and then fallen in love. Like who? Oh, I don't know the names. People on the streets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> what this? <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know where that happened? Pretty woman. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. All right, it's Roz and Mocha. What do you want to say? I think right now the bachelors like there's a huge hype around the bachelor bachelor in paradise so someone who came up with us this idea it's a twist people are going to be interested i think it's kind of crazy right um what was that other show um on abc the proposal i haven't even checked that out just because i think it's ridiculous where at the end of the episode the person actually proposes to one of the contestants yeah well, because the, 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 these shows started out far more outrageous, which is crazy because normally this format of a show starts off fairly tame and then the all the outrageousness follows. But uh, The Bachelor came out of really, really outrage an outrageous era. Do you remember Joe Millionaire? Oh, I love that show. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and the the where they got proposed like right there on the stage. It was one episode. Yeah, right. It was crazy. Right. Who wants to marry a millionaire? Is what I think it was oh, called. So good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, what's your name? Mel. Thank you so much for calling in. I just want to comment that I met my boyfriend on Tinder, and we've been together for four years. Wow, oh, good wow, for you. Congratulations. For some people. <laughs> yeah, but more and more, your, your point is still wrong. People meet on Tinder all the time, but you and your boyfriend didn't meet in a room, uh, make love, oh. and then decide to date. Yeah, but no. when you're lying next to each other right afterwards and you're talking and having a smoke. Having <laughs> <laughs> a smoke? What is this? A 1980s crime drama? <laughs> Stop lying. Neither you or Matthew have ever had a cigarette in your entire life. Your body wouldn't be able to handle it. No, but I just assume straight people always have a cigarette after. Think, like us straight people, like we, we finish and then we just both light up? Yes. <laughs> always. Jeez, man. <sighs> Thank you for calling in today. All right, thanks. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. A lot of people on hold still wanting to talk about weed. Yeah, crazy. I don't know, man. I think if you smoked it before, today's no big deal. But they're doing like a big thing today, too, down at Trinity Bellwoods. At what time? Let me find this. What time do you think? At 4.20? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah? 
I think so. Yeah. Oh my god! What are they doing? The big smoke out usually takes place at uh, on 420. Yeah. To commemorate 420, Uh, but potheads are going to be gathering in Bellwoods today. Already, over 630 people have indicated on Facebook they're going to be attending. With another 3,400 that were interested. Oh my god! So they said they they could wake up. Big crowds at 420, and it's a uh, BYOW. By the way. They're not going to be handing it out, so bring your own. However you got it, because I don't think anybody could have legally purchased it and had it delivered in time. <laughs> so when you show up at Bellwoods today, I don't know I don't know where you got that weed from. <laughs> but you didn't buy it legally in this city. But also there's the potential postal strike that could po- cause a problem. Oh, it's going to be so terrible. But listen, you think it's going to cause a problem? All these people buy weed yeah. anyway. They're just going to do what they did before today. <laughs> All this, like, everybody oh, all up in arms and everything about, like, know. oh, the postal strike and all this stuff, man. Nothing changed today. Hey, Kiss, it's Raza Mocha. Raza Mocha. What a day today. Well, Fabian. Well, well. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Driving into work. Smoking some weed? Tired as hell. Yeah. I can't answer that. I'm uh, driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Fabian, were you one of the uh, the many people who at 12.01 celebrated? I, I ordered. You did order, I huh? My first, oh, yeah, I did. I was waiting and waiting and waiting because yeah. I was waiting for one strain and one strain only. I'll tell you, there's a, there's a double-edged sword to this whole legalizing of weed thing because there was a... a there was just a sort of understanding that, you know, people smoke weed and, and it was cool, but this, everybody was just, like, cool about it. Now that it's legal, mm-hmm. I, there's a whole lot of rules that go with smoking weed now, man. Yeah. There's a whole oh, yeah. lot. Like, even, even when you talk to people at work, like, you're getting emails about, you know, weed all of a sudden from HR and all these rules. And I travel a lot for ET Canada, and we, we had to sit down and have a meeting about you know what it does to you at the border if you get caught or that whole thing that went down where they were at one time saying that if you invested in weed stock that you get banned from the USA like these are conversations now that people have to have where we didn't have to have these before yeah no absolutely you know what my daughter came home nine years old she came home on uh, Monday and she said to me daddy you're uh, a good uh, it's a good day on, on Wednesday and I'm like what are you talking about you know and she's like uh, marijuana is going to be legal I'm like, uh, where are you hearing this from? She goes, the teachers are telling, talking to us about it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, Fabian, as somebody who does uh, smoke weed, is today as big of a deal for people who smoke weed? Uh, For me, it's not because I'll be honest, I've been okay. I've been prescribed for four years, so it's been legal for me for four years. But Mm -hmm. even before that, I've never thought weed as a illegal drug i've been smoking it like cigarettes everywhere so yeah like you, you still even still like prior to today you would still smoke weed freely on the streets right legal or illegal it didn't matter to me yeah yeah, yeah so because that's the thing like walking around the city i mean you would see people smoking blunts all the time and yeah. it wasn't a big deal and exactly. you know, for somebody who i mean who doesn't smoke weed like, I mean, I understand the importance of today, but it doesn't change my life in any way. No, zero. No, I'm, not, I'm, not rushing, I'm not rushing to the to the government website to order my no. my I strain. Do. You know what I mean? I just exactly don't. No. I don't see a number here uh, for how many people were not smoking weed simply because it was illegal that are now going to start. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't see that either. Like, the main thing for me, like, okay, the only reason why I ordered is because my licensed producer released a strain on the recreational side that medical users aren't going to be able to buy. Ah. So for me to try that strain, yeah, for me to try that strain, I had to order recreational. Right, right, right. So I that's the you. only reason why I ordered. Other than that, I don't really care about the, the, the government selling their stuff because I still have to buy from my licensed producer. Yeah. It doesn't change me or change today at all. It's still Wednesday. I still got to go to work. I still got to bring home money. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it doesn't change me. The only thing that I'm happy about is that they allowed us to grow four plants. Right. But once again, it doesn't change me because I just applied for my grow license. Okay. So it doesn't <laughs> matter to me. Damn, you know what I mean? Go. There you go. Thank you, Fabian. So, no problem. You guys have a great day, man. Later, brother. Take care. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Give me the weed, uh, good guns of weed. Now I'm not burning up, I'm gonna be murdering the weed. Give me the weed, good sense the weed. Guns of weed, every alliance indeed. Guns yeah. are the healing of the nation. Smoke them if you got them, if that's your thing. Yeah. Order online. And by the way, if I see anybody out there on the streets today smoking a whole lot of weed, I know you didn't buy that legally. Because yeah. Canada Post don't work that fast, bro. <laughs> Definitely not that fast. <laughs> uh, are you going to smoke? Are you going to bring any home, Maury? Do you remember that time Maury brought a joint home for Matthew? And Matthew thought that the, the, the FBI was going to be knocking down the door? <laughs> Do we have that? That is one of my favorite weed, one of my favorite weed moments oh my God, on this show. Because Matthew's that. very, Ma- Maury's husband, Damon Matthew, is very paranoid. I, do you remember when um, Matthew freaked out because Maury invested in weed? Oh, yeah. He lost his mind. Thinking that it was going to affect like your credit rating and you might lose the mortgage because of it. Because you invested in a dirty weed company. Um, but yeah, what did you do? Somebody gave you a joint at 420 and then you brought the joint home. <laughs> and they have that big... Um, are you going to that uh, the big celebration today at Trinity Bellwoods? No. Maybe score some more and bring some home? No. To Matthew? He's not going to do that. No? No. Hi. This is it. Hi. I was at 420. Really? I think oh. I can smell it. Oh, and they were handing out free joints. Are you joking? Do <laughs> you want this? Are you serious? Yes. Where did you get that from? Like they were handing them out, so they gave me one, and I stuck it in my pocket. I just remembered it's there. Smell. It's oh, actual marijuana. Maury. Yeah. What do, do you want it? No, I don't want this. I don't want our fingerprints on it either. <laughs> so what am I supposed to do with it now? Uh, I thought you would maybe want it to calm you down. You're so high strung. Oh, really? Calm me down? Yes. I think you should be taking it. What if we go on the balcony? No. We complain about our neighbors who do this. <laughs> the, the <bankers>. Exactly. <laughs> Did you buy that? Spend money on that? <laughs> no, it was handed to me for free. They're just giving away marijuana. <laughs> yes, they, someone was rolling up and hanging them out. 420 is a very friendly thing. That could be laced with something and you could die. <laughs> I'm not about to attend a funeral. You don't want it? No, throw it down the <laughs> toilet before anyone sees this. And next thing you know, the police are going to come knocking on our door. <laughs> Did you smoke pot? Is that what happened? <laughs> no, but it was just naturally in the air. Take it. It's yours. No, I'm not touching that. Take it. No, I'm not touching that. Take the weed. <laughs> Take the weed. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Everybody's talking about weed. We'll get. We'll get. We'll talk. We'll talk more about weed. Sure. You want to talk more about weed now? Or you want to talk more about weed later? Um. I'm fine to talk about weed later. I really am. 
Oh, okay. I have yeah. so much I can say about weed. Okay. Because I, I don't smoke weed, so I'm fascinated by this. Sure, we can talk about it later. I um I get real sick off weed. Oh yeah. Real sick. Oh. And 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 I've tried and I've tried it all. I've tried the, the everybody's like, oh me, just smoke you're mine or smoking hey, the right man, weed. You're not smoking the right. You're not smoking the good stuff. Or have you tried eating it? Have you tried it? It makes me sick. Yeah. Everything. Every time I've ingested anything that has weed in it, I am. I I look like a zombie. Really? Uh, yeah. You know when you, you remember back in the day? Back in the day. Remember five years ago when <laughs> yeah. when when yeah, back in the day when bath salts were a real thing. Oh and my god! People, it didn't turn people into zombies. Yeah. And that, in Florida, it was yeah. all these cases out of Florida where you people were biting yeah faces off of other folks. I never bit somebody, but that was me on weed. I'm crawling around on the floor like a zombie with my eyes Jeez. rolling back in my head. Like Serious. Just, they have vomiting everywhere. Yeah. Weed just does not agree with me. I and just also, get, I don't like the smell of it. I just get super quiet. Yeah. And then I concentrate because I'm like. Talking to myself in my head, yeah. being like, okay, you need to just sit where you are right now. Yeah. Don't do anything. Right. You're messed up. You're yeah. high. It sounds like you smoke too much weed. Yeah, the last time it was. You smoke too much weed. W- way too much yeah. because I thought I could handle it. Yeah. We were can't. out camping. Camping? Yeah. You went camping? Yeah. More, would we you were- ever close your eyes and picture Mocha camping? No, hell no. Camping. It was the last time I ever did. I yeah. hate camping. I hate outdoorsy stuff. Why do you hate camping? I don't know. I just, I'm not down with that Who life. You, no? What no. You, that life. I'm not down with that life. Well, nobody's asking you to be a convert. No. You don't have to go join them in the woods. No. I'm, I'm like sleeping in a tent outside. Nope. It's not, not for, for you? Me. Why Definitely not, though? Not. You don't enjoy that? No. I don't like it. Well, guess what? What? You're a dad, dude. I know. Well, guess what? Yeah. Kid ain't going camping. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you, you think that you're going to say no to your kid when he says, Dad, can we go camping? He's going to watch a movie and people are going to go camping and there's going to be a tent yeah. and like a picnic table and a fire yeah. and outdoorsy stuff and yeah. peeing behind a tree yep. and all sorts of gross bugs. Yeah. And he's going to go, Dad, why don't you ever take me camping? And I'll say, son, why go camping when we can stay at like a five-star hotel? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can be that, Dad. I bet you don't. Right. I'm telling you right now, room you better room use service with nah, hamburger, nah, and fries, nah. gravy, no, all that stuff. Oh, I'm gonna, you know what I can't wait for? What? You know what? I cannot wait for six years from now yeah. when my phone rings at 5 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Yeah. And I pick it up and it's you and you go, how do you make a canoe work? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the engine on this thing? <laughs> <laughs> I can't make it go. <laughs> I don't, don't know. These how, things, don't these I, things come with captains and someone else wants to run it for me? I can't. I can't make a canoe work. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also check out this picture of a rash yeah. that I got, but don't tell anybody. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know it looks unusually dark, but that's just why it is. Okay. Listen. Yeah. Listen. I'm. Nope. You're going camping. You are so going camping. You're gonna love it. Oh, you're gonna love it. Well, if I do, I'm still ain't smoking weed. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. <laughs> yes, a big announcement at a Buckingham Palace. Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex. Did you know that we don't call her Meghan Markle anymore? Why not? Because it's not her name. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. That's Meghan Markle. No, it is not. It is <sighs> Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex. There is no more Meghan Markle. Uh, she is pregnant with her first child. Do for delivery spring 2019 oh baby watch here we come so why not uh let's call the queen and check in with uh this new baby's uh soon to be great grandmother (laughs) 
Philip, once again, you won't be the only one wearing a diaper around here. <laughs> yes. Hello. Good morning, Queen uh, Mom. It's Roz and Mocha. Good morning, Your Majesty. Whoa. Yes, hello. Huge news out of Buckingham Palace today. I don't know how I'm much. I'm not having a huge Okay, no, huge news out of Buckingham <laughs> Palace uh, today. I'm not sure how much you had to do with the uh, the decision to go public, but uh, everybody has to be excited over there about Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, uh, about to give birth to yet another grandchild for yourself, right? I have so many babies. Oh. I could have written the song, Hit Me Baby, one more time. <laughs> okay, um, have you had a chance to talk to Megan yet? I have so many babies. It's true for once. The palace really is full of s***. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Now, Queen Mom, what about uh, names? Have the oh. name of the child been discussed in and around the palace at all? I'm a Pregasaurus. Mess with me and you'll be extinct. Okay, um, Queen, you know that you're not the one who's pregnant and these aren't actually your, it's not your baby, right? Well, have you gotten the results from Maury Povich yet? <laughs> it's not my baby either. <laughs> uh, it must be a wonderful so thing to have so many uh, kids running around that big old palace. It has to sort of keep you young, right? How did Burger King get Dairy Queen knocked? Oh, how? how? He forgot to wrap his Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Queen, you're sassy today. Uh, yeah, and Mo Mocha brought up a really good point. You may not know the name, but do you have much say in the name? I have too many kids. Oh. I have to run down all their names in my head before talking to any of them. <laughs> Wait, was that a joke or that was like a fact? I think that may, bit of both. That oh. might be that may be the, the truest thing the queen has the queen has ever said. Uh, and uh, and in all this, I know that all the concentration is on Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex. Um, but what about Harry? Have you had a chance to talk to Harry? How he's do? How's he doing? He's going to be a dad. We're so pregnant. Oh. The one thing better than eating for two is shopping for two. <laughs> right, fair, fair enough. Before we let you go, Your Majesty, uh, what's the general vibe like now that the news is out there in the UK? How are the uh, the public taking this news? We're pregnant. When will the baby move? Everyone's asking. With any luck, right after he graduates college. <laughs> uh, thank you, Queen uh, Queen Elizabeth. Everybody, and I have so many kids. I spend so much money on toilet paper. It's like a royal flush. <laughs> okay, I like that one. I like that one. Wow. Thank you, Queen. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, we got a text just now. Mm -hmm. I have to call this person. Okay. Because the text simply reads, you guys are going to want to hear this story. Oh, no. <laughs> These are great. Hello. Hey, it's Ron Zamoka from How Are You? Hey, hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. What's your name? My name's Lou. Lou. All right. So your text. You guys are going to want to hear this story. Okay. What's the story, so it's Lou? All, it's, okay. And, and it's almost so funny, you're not going to believe it. Okay. So uh, a couple, we have this uh, couple who's, a, who's friends of ours, 
and we'll call them uh, Max and Donna, Donna with one N. And, um, <laughs> Wait a minute, Lou. Now, are you coming up yeah. with fake, trying to give a fake name, but really gave their real name? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They don't care. They don't care. They think it's funny, too. Right, okay, so, okay. Uh, okay, so preface to the story is this. His mother makes lasagna for them once a week, sends it over to their house, and... Um, or they pick it up and bring it to their house. And we used to go there once a week for this lasagna dinner. Mm-hmm. She made an amazing lasagna. Anyhow, bear that in mind. It's important. <clears throat> About a week following one of the lasagna dinners, this couple goes out for dinner, and they go to a very uh, popular seafood restaurant. Okay. And they happen to be about a half an hour away from their home so they go to the seafood restaurant, and um, they have whatever they normally have at the seafood restaurant. And then they get back in the car, and they're, they're on their way home. They maybe do a couple of stops or whatever. They're on their way home. And, and then the, um, uh, they, get, they get on the highway. As soon as they get on the highway, Donna turns to Max, Donna with one N, turns to Max and says, uh, uh, I think i got to go to the bathroom. And, and so Max is like, well, you know, just try and hold it or whatever. So they go a little further into their journey, maybe another two or three minutes, and the intestinal turmoil starts to happen. <laughs> and she says, no, I, I really, really think i got to go to the bathroom. Like, it, it's like I can't hold it anymore. Eventually, it breaks out into a sweat. She's, like, almost screaming in pain. She's, yeah. So Max, in, in preparation for this catastrophe, starts looking around the car, uh, for, you know, something to, like a plastic bag or something that's going to help her. She's not the type of person to get out and squat by the car on the, on the road. So um, he's looking around and he looks in the back seat and the only thing available is his mother's lasagna pan, empty, which they were returning to her. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. So, yeah. So anyways, he goes, honey, and he just says, sit on this. And you just go. Like a litter box? And, uh, like a litter box. <laughs> so anyway, she uses it. She goes in the lasagna pan. They're still 20 minutes away from home. So she's got to sit on this thing after she's gone on it. They get home and, of course, he runs in and gets his, uh, uh, you know, cleaning stuff to, to clean up. The thing is... Um, uh, we never again ever went over to their house for dinner or lasagna or anything. Hold on, <laughs> ever again. But I have a, I have a, qu- a follow up question to this story. Yeah. Really? Lou, did Max and Donna, Donna with one N, one N, yeah. Did they throw the lasagna pan away? Like they threw it in the ground? I don't know. I, I don't know. They never said after the story. They never said whether they threw the pan away. Or they just, you know, washed it up and gave it back to his mom. Dude, what but, happened to uh, that pan I'm is the most important part of this story. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should, we, we need to contact them and find How out. How have you pan. not found this out yet? Well, we just, we just refuse to go over there for dinner or, or, or anything now. Which Wait, is but who absolutely. told you the story? Max or Donna? Max Donna and Donna. Donna both of them. Oh. Now, so I didn't believe, like, I wouldn't believe it if Max just told me. Right. You know, but... But they and, both, you know, you they didn't, both concurred. You, didn't, you but, didn't think to ask what happened to the pan? No, no. I didn't want to know what happened to the pan. I just don't want to ever see, like, food in, around them, ever. Like, we don't even go out for dinner. <laughs> it's like that. What, that ruined your friendship? <laughs> no, no, we're still friends. We're still friends. We're still friends, but it's just like, you know, it's, just, it's disgusting when, we, when you think about it. It's the funniest story. We tell it to everybody. That's why I'm saying they wouldn't mind if... Uh, if their names were on isn't the that, air. Isn't it so funny that you let something like this gross you out? Where, like, if I told you right oh, now, I'm, if I, if we were, if you met me and you didn't know me, right? Right. I was like, oh my God, Lou, you're not going to believe this. I have this place in my house. Like, it's a room and the door doesn't even really work. And it's just like a room that I can go into 
sometimes even a couple times a day, and just take a huge poop. <laughs> right? Sounds disgusting. But it's a bathroom. Well, no, it's a bathroom. So here's the thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay? So if somebody has to poo in a car. If, if somebody has to poo in a car, that shouldn't that shouldn't affect any part of your friendship or relationship. It shouldn't turn you oh, no. off from food or wanting to eat with somebody. Oh yeah. So you No, you, no, it, it, it. It makes them, uh, it, it puts them in, in that light. No, where no, no, no. Like, well, oh, yeah. Don, Donna yeah, with one end is soiled now to you? <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, intended. <laughs> we don't even, we used to, whenever we saw each other, we'd hug each other, but I don't hug her anymore. Uh, where you're going to hug her too, a little too tight? Lou, yeah, your, no, mission, tight. your mission so is to contact Max and Donna, Donna with one end, and find out what happened to that lasagna pan. I should, eh? I should. Yes. Please do, and report back to us. Yeah, I will. Thanks, okay. guys. All right. Thanks. Thanks All so right, much brother. for texting in today, Lou. Thanks, Joe. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I have to give you credit where credit is due. Me? Yeah. Yeah. For being a huge one. You've influenced my life in a lot of ways. And you yeah? turned me on to a lot of things that maybe I didn't know about. I turn you on. You turned me on. Don't do that. Don't make it about that. Okay. Don't do that thing when I'm trying to give you a compliment and you make it dirty. I still got it. Okay. <laughs> no, because I know forever um, that you've been a huge fan because ever since you moved up to Woodbridge, yeah. uh, you have been just immersed yourself in Italian culture and Italian cuisine and Italian everything. Love it. Love it. And you've been talking forever about, uh, how do you say Lydia's last name? Uh, Lydia Bastianich. Lydia Bastianich, who does Lydia's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I caught it over the weekend. And I'd never really given Lydia much of my time. And I watched a little bit of Lydia over the weekend. And I finally now get it. Yeah. Yeah. She is amazing. I love, like, my absolute favorite episode yeah. of her show. I watched it on TLN. Yeah. She made penne alla vodka. Yeah. Chicken parm. Oh. But, like, so much cheese. Yeah. And a tiramisu. Oh. All in one episode. That is my all-time oh. favorite episode from Lydia. And so I know what I love about her. And keep in mind, I'm very new to Lydia. But what do you love about Lydia? I love that, uh, man, all that just delicious Italian food. Yeah. Let me play you a little bit here for you. Okay. This is what... Uh, so lightly salt each batch... Oh. as it comes out of the frying mm. so that the salt is absorbed while the eggplant is still warm. Listen to that sizzle. Okay, so this is the last batch of the eggplant. And she looks like everybody's grandma, right? Oh, like totally. she's like She is. She looks like a nonna. She looks like everybody's nonna. Like she looks like the one who is just I the, love her. the food dominator of anyone's family. We thought we'd surprise you and bring Lydia in on the show. <laughs> Lydia, no! yeah, yeah. Are Lydia, you serious? Yes. I didn't do my hair. No, don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about shave. it. You have a little bit. So if you want, we're going to talk Italian food like we've never talked Italian food before. Okay. Guaranteed. Yo, you know my wife and I, we like bought her pasta and everything. I understand all that. No. Yes. Yes. So Lydia is going to be here. So you get to ask Lydia all your Italian food questions that you've ever wanted to ask. Oh, mamma mia. <laughs> here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. My dream has come true, Roz. Meeting one of my favorite people in the entire world. I watch this show on TLN every single day. My favorite chef, Lydia Bastianich, is here. Good morning, Lydia. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. How are you? I'm fantastic. Oh, it's so nice to finally meet you. 
I'll start off by saying, telling you what my favorite episode is. Tell me. When you made penne alla vodka, ah, chicken like parm, and tiramisu. All right. Those are, you know, standards. Good, good standards. And anytime those repeat on TLN, I'll yeah. still watch it. Good, good. Yeah, you always learn something. New, new, totally. new, new tip or something. People have a fantastic reaction when they see you. I don't know what it is. You feel like home. <laughs> you remind them of something that is love. I don't know what. What is it? I think it's all of that. It's yeah. home, the comfort, love. Food is security. Food is love. And, you know, food is positive. Yeah. It's, you know, it doesn't harm you has nothing so everybody can embrace food and i think mm. i just represent good food yeah oh man there are so many questions that are that are coming in for you um from fans via text lydia here there's a couple myths that people want to get through yeah um so this is a, a question from trisha from ajax uh lydia should you rinse cook pasta under cold water after cooking it or is that a myth no, no, no. You should not rinse pasta unless right. unless you're making lasagna and then you rebake it. Because you know you know the old saying when you throw pasta to the wall if it sticks, yeah. it's done. Well, you want a little bit of that starch. That's where the sauce adheres to. And this way, when you dress your pasta with the sauce, if you don't rinse it, the sauce will adhere. It's not going to be a puddle on the bottom of the bowl. What or, are some of the rookie mistakes when somebody wants to get into the world of just cooking Italian? What are some of the rookie mistakes that somebody can make right out of the gate that they should avoid? Well, I think that, you know, overcomplicating is certainly one. Okay. You know, and uh, using Italian traditional products is really a plus. You're halfway there if you use, you know, the right prosciutto, the right cheese, the right oil. So, and the get right a, wine. Get, get a wine. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so the right products is where you start. Be simple. Okay. You know, get yourself a simple recipe. Do you have a favorite meal to cook? Um, depends on the season, but yeah. I love pasta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, we're, we're in fall right now. What would be your go-to kind of good hearty meal that you would Well, really, you know, really now enjoy? it's beginning the soups and all of that, but certainly yeah. fall, you have mushrooms great selection of mushrooms sauteed yeah. mushroom you can make risotto you can make pasta you can make mushroom soups then you have you know all the fall vegetables all the squashes the different squashes roasted yeah. the dark green vegetables which are mm. wonderful the kales the cabbages mm -hmm. this is the time and you know people say oh my god but these are all easy things to cook they're not complicated and yeah. they're delicious so what stay you, in the season what do you do in a world right now where uh, nobody wants to eat gluten nobody wants to eat cheese butter terrifies people how do you manage to sort of bring in all of those people and still get them to love what you do it's it's moderation you know yeah. it's really balancing as you can see you know i love cooking with vegetables so the pasta if you're making yourself a bowl of pasta doesn't have to be 95 percent pasta right make it 60 percent pasta make it 30 percent vegetables make it 20 percent proteins mm. and you got yourself a nice gratifying yeah. pasta dish without having all of that stuff. And you know what? In Italy, we really don't eat those mounds of pasta. No. Usually it says... Oh, I do. <laughs> I've been talking about in Italy, Italy. You know, they yeah. you know they say una forchettata, two spoonful, two forkfuls. You know, okay. it's not a big mount, and then you balance it with the vegetables. Got another question here. Somebody wrote in saying, uh, "I'd like to know if you should put olive oil in the water when cooking pasta." Again, no, 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 For no, this, no, no. Oh, really? I do all the time. 
Wrong. Oh. Wrong. Change. <laughs> Stop that. Because Lydia Stop that. So. Okay. Do you want to slap his hand right now? I bet you want to slap his hand, right? No, I'll do it, I'll do it at the end when we're finished. I'll give him a good slap. Um, and again, because you want the pasta to, to stay starchy and sticky exactly, for the sauce, because right? Because the yeah. oil will coat the pasta, and again, the sauce will not adhere. The okay. pasta will be slippery. Right. There's nothing worse than slippery pasta. Right. Uh, Lydia is here on the Raza Mocha Show, and in my hand right now, I have your new book. It's called A Life of Love, Family, and Food, and it is actually not a cookbook. It's not. It's my first kind of uh, no recipe book. It's a memoir. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wrote a 12 cookbooks and, you know, people love them. You are so lovely and I can't thank you enough for coming in here and helping su- to uh, surprise Mocha, um, who is your <laughs> biggest fan. And I know, Lydia, yeah, I mean, you spend so much time in Toronto. You visit our city a lot. Love the city. How have you not opened a restaurant out here yet? Well, we're working on, you what? know, Italy. Ita- Are you serious? You know, Italy, Italy. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Well, it's coming here in 2019. We are, we are building You're opening in Italy here? We are. Really? Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yes. Can yes. I get, like, a, a, a table set aside that is only for me? For Absolutely. every single, like, Absolutely. once a week, I would that, be there, Lydia. That's for, amazing. For anybody, who doesn't, for anybody who doesn't know that, the, the one in Los Angeles, right? Yes. It is one of the most rammed places with a waiting list longer than any place I have <gasps> ever seen in my life. Oh my I'm so excited. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Lydia, the only way we could end this interview is the way you end your shows. <laughs> Tutti a tavola a mangiare! Bravo! Bravo, Mocha! Hey! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, hello. You've reached the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, Roz. Hi, Mocha. How are you guys? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I have a little bit of a dilemma and I need your advice. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's my 40th birthday on Monday. Uh Uh-huh. And I've been looking forward to this day for like 20 years. Wow. Long Long story short is I had my daughter when I was 20. Yeah. So all my girlfriends, my cousins, like my closest, closest family... They were out doing the 20-year-old thing, and I was at home being responsible. So every year, I'm like, I'm okay. This is good. I'll be responsible. My 40th, I'm going to hit it hard. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. So my birthday's on Monday, and I have this huge feeling that nothing's happening. Oh, like, no. no one's doing anything for me. So my thing is, if it doesn't happen, do I address that it's... I'm annoyed and upset by it, or do I just be a big girl and just leave it alone? Okay, let's start with your name first of all, because we didn't get that. Sorry, Sandy. Sandy. Um, so does your your family, everybody knows that you want to do it up big and really, really celebrate your 40th? Absolutely. Like Every year, like my 35th birthday, I'm like, you know what, a very quiet dinner. And I would bring it up. It's all good, but my 40th, we're going to go hard. Like, everybody, every year I've been saying it. My 40th, we're going to go hard. But do they expect you to be the one that provides the hard? You know what I mean? Like, are are they just expecting you to come up with some big giant plan for your 40th that then they'll be informed about? But that's the thing, though. But should I be planning that for myself? Like, I feel like this is a big deal for me. Listen, uh, God, okay. Uh, Jeez, this is... The challenge is, though, it's like, yes, I had my kids when I was young, and I was focused on them, and I focused on my career. So everything's kind out, you know, for me, thank God. But now for them, like, they have little ones. So they have, they're, like, four years old, six years old. So I get that. Yeah. So I didn't really consider that when I had my kids when I was 20, that they're eventually going to have theirs later on. Okay. Right? So, Sandy, um, 
You're married? I am. Well, yeah, I've been with my boyfriend for 15 years. Okay, so yeah. you have a boyfriend, and how many kids do you have? I have three. Do you think that your boyfriend or your kids are going to plan something? The thing is, I'm not expecting it from them because it's a blessing for them every day. Like, I'm okay, with but, them all so the time. So then who are you expecting this big blowout example, birthday party from? From my sisters. And my cousins, who are like my sisters, like there's like 10 of us okay. that we're close and we do things all the time. I'll be honest with you. If I had somebody in my life where every year on their birthday, they were like, oh my God, you know what? 32 is great, but when I hit 40, I am going hard. If they said that to me every year, I would expect that it was going to be you that would be leading this charge. Really? Yeah, I really would. So I screwed this up myself. Yeah, I, I would say, no, you didn't see it. I don't think you screwed anything up, but I don't think that you can blame them or or, or, or talk about how disappointed you are. Uh, when is your birthday? Monday. On Monday. On Monday. Have has there ha, are, are there any plans right now? Like, have you are you guys no. getting are you getting together and doing that dinner? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Then I then I'd say that they're planning something for you. If you don't you know, won't? if you don't know right now, I'd say they're definitely planning something for you. Okay. I don't know. I don't think they are. Okay, then maybe they're not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get your hopes up and then... No, I know. And that's no, but I here's the thing. Sandy, I think your hopes are already up going into Monday, knowing it's your birthday, going into your birthday weekend. Yeah. I think your hopes are already up. I think you should be doing something tomorrow night. Well, I have a wedding on Saturday. So when are you looking to get lit? The following weekend. Oh, so the following Everybody's weekend. Everybody's going to be there. Okay, so the following weekend then. Yeah, so, so okay. Monday's my so, birthday. I'm thinking that weekend. Okay, okay. so you have uh, a little over a week then to to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think, Sandy. I think you need to have a conversation with your boyfriend or your sisters or your kids and say, you guys know I've been looking forward to my 40th. Uh, I know I've said that I want to do it big. I want to party. I want to go wild. I want to get crazy. If you have not yet planned something or you don't have something in mind, ask me and I'll tell you what I want to do. Okay. Yeah. Like, are you expecting a, a, a surprise party? I don't, like, I don't, but that's the thing is, I don't know. Like, I don't, but this is, I have no idea. Like, I'm so, I don't know. Okay, so then you have I to be. struggling with. Yeah, then you got to be straight up with the people in your life and tell them what it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Because if next weekend comes up and they said, well, we didn't know what you wanted to do because you kept saying, I want to do it big, I want to do it big, but you didn't say exactly what you wanted to do, you know, we weren't going to, how are we going to figure that out? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you have you have to be very you have to be very vocal in a situation like this, and not and and don't accuse anybody of anything. You have to just sit down and and I would talk to maybe one of your kids because your kids aren't going to lie to you. Here's what you say: Listen, you know, mom's turning forty, right? Um, And I've been saying for years that I'm going to do it up when I'm when I'm forty. I'm starting to get nervous right now that nobody's planning anything for me, which is fine, which is totally fine. I hold it against nobody. However, I need to know right now if I need to start planning this myself which will be amazing and everybody will be invited. I just need to know that something's happening. You don't have to tell me what's happening if they're planning something. I just need to know that this is not on me. And if it is, that's fine too. Yeah, and she's, she's either going to say, don't worry, mom, you're good. Or she's going to say, oh, snap, you better start making some calls. <laughs> Probably be like, oh, snap, you better make some calls. Right. And it's at that point that she will then inform everybody else. We got to get up her ass and plan something for you. So you're, so if it is, oh, snap, I need to make some calls. 
should I be annoyed that they didn't do anything no, for me? No, or because no? they're going to wind up doing it anyway. As soon as they found out that they dropped the ball, they're going to wind up doing it anyway. Well, hopefully they're listening. And if anyone's listening, <laughs> right? you guys better be planning something for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sandy. Hope it all works Thank out. Thank you guys so hey, much. listen, Thank after, you. after your, your birthday weekend celebration, will you call us back and, and let us know how everything pans out? It depends. If, uh, if nothing happens, I'll probably be depressed for a few months. Mm. And then I will call you. Yeah, there's always there's always fifty. That's a big one too. Well, that's true. But I've been looking forward to my forty. I've been looking forward to my forty forever. Yeah, what's ten more years, yeah, right? Come on. No I don't deal. know. If I- no big deal. All right, Sandy. Happy early Thank birthday. You. Take care. Thank girl. you very much, guys. Bye. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I know you're a huge fan of the Rock. What do you think of The Rock? I love The it Rock. It doesn't matter oh. what you think! Candy-ass no. jabroni? I think The Rock Check is... Check you into the Smackdown Hotel. One of the great motivators of our generation. I think that he is just absolute positivity and is unlike everyone else who sort of preaches that way or lives by that mantra I believe it from The Rock where I don't believe it from other people he's a huge uh, inspiration I think he's one of the great I think he's one of the great motivators that we have that we that we have in culture yeah I really guy, I really do legit that guy is uh, is my idol and um, so they did a poll of the most liked richest celebrities Wow, okay. Because a lot of times when people get to that sort of financial level, they become less favorable. And so The Rock is number one on the list as the most, like, richest celebrity. So he had an 82% favorable rating. Of course. And a 6% unfavorable. Jackie Chan is number two. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Will Smith is number three. Paul McCartney, Adam Sandler... J.K. Rowling, Robert Downey Jr., Billy Joel is number eight on the list. Wow, really? The Eagles. All of them? All of them. Wow. <laughs> and, the, uh, and the Rolling Stones at, uh, at number 10. And then you get to the unfavorable Uh-oh. list. Here we go. The unfavorable list. Yeah. So... At number ninety-five, it was a list of the the, the it was it was the it was the top one hundred, right? Okay. So I'll give you the I'll give you the bottom uh, the bottom rung okay, here hold, now. Hold on, let me sit okay. down. Are okay. we gonna go from ninety-five all the way to one? No, we're gonna go from ninety-five down to a hundred. Oh, down so, to hundred. So the okay, person yeah. who's last on the list. Okay, here we go. Okay, so ninety-five, Sean Hannity from Fox News. Yeah. Uh, ninety-six, Howard Stern. <laughs> oh wow, really? Yeah, that's not unusual though. I think that's part of his deal. Uh, ninety-seven, Kylie Jenner. Oh no, Kylie. <laughs> What you doing? Number 98, Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Number 99, Chris Jenner. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! And number 100, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh, no! I was going to say it was either Kim or Kanye. Uh, Tiger Woods was 78. Jay-Z was 86. Wow! Yeah, Jay-Z was low on that list, man. Low. Uh, Dr. Phil was at number 60, so somewhere around the middle. Oh, no! Uh, and Drake was at uh, 61. What the rock? With uh, 43% liked and 21% hated. <laughs> but my boy, number one on that number list. Number one on the list, The Rock. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
hey, do you see this story about the 16-year-old who allegedly baked her grandfather's ashes into cookies and fed them to her classmates? <laughs> I know, I shouldn't have just read the headline like that. <laughs> okay, sorry, what? <laughs> Say that again? Let me read you this headline. A 16-year-old girl allegedly baked her grandfather's ashes into cookies and fed them to her classmates. Disgusting. And she, according to the story, she seemed really unfazed by it and was actually bragging about it, saying that his leg could be in one of the cookies with a grin on her face. Police in Davis, California. Or his butt. Yeah. (laughs) Shouldn't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't make me smile, man. This is a serious story. This is so gross. Okay, stop it. Uh, Police in Davis, California are investigating the allegations that a 16-year-old girl baked her grandfather's ashes into sugar cookies and with the help of another student, distributed them to classmates, some of whom ate them. Police told BuzzFeed News that sometime in early October, the female student allegedly baked the cookies at home, brought them to school, heard along with another female student, handed the cookies to her classmates, nine of whom ate the cookies. Ew. You probably ate grandpa's butt. <laughs> Stop, man. Um, so I have a the question about this. Two though. students told some classmates what was in the cookies, but withheld the secret ingredient from other students. Yeah, grandpa. Some students who knew about the ashes apparently ate the cookies anyway. Oh, really? Yeah. These you weirdos? These are the same kids that eat Tide Pods, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, kids are all about that. Um, now, did she use, does it say anywhere in there if she used all of Grandpa's ashes, or was it like a spoonful? That I don't know. Of Grandpa's ashes? I don't know. If you import a clip, this is one of the, the students talking. They altered his voice to protect his, his voice. Well, because he's, yeah, he's a kid. Is he one of the ones that ate the cookie? Yeah. This girl is going around, like, telling everyone, basically, at this point, that uh, she had brought in these cookies to school with human ashes in them. She was giving them to people, and it was just weird. It blew my mind, and I was, I was really repulsed, and I was, you know, upset that, you know, they, I wasn't even notified. Who's so, that? That's one of the parents. That's one of the parents. So oh. the, the school board said... Also, Broughton is not a word. Right, Broughton. <laughs> uh, Broughton. Um, so, <laughs> uh, of course, somebody who says Broughton would have eaten a cookie with ashes in it. <laughs> the wise up, Holmes. Uh, so the school board says, those who are involved are remorseful, and this is now a personal family matter, and we want to respect the privacy of the families involved. And they also say that the girl who baked... The cookies were, did receive a suspension, but is now back at school, and it's unclear whether the other girl that helped her do it will face any sort of penalties. They said that the cookies were gray, and they didn't yeah. look like regular sugar cookies. <laughs> oh, God, that's so gross. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, if somebody, but honestly, if somebody handed you a gray cookie, and you were like, why is this gray? And they were like, because I baked my grandfather's ashes into it. I'd be like, yeah, I'll go right over. Yeah, <laughs> bite. Mm, <laughs> you know delicious. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Yes. What age, they did a poll. Okay. What age did the majority of people say is the age when life gets easier? Oh, God. So apparently life gets easier after certain things. Once you've hit certain points in your life. But according to a new study, there is a number. 47. 
study found that people stress out in their 20s over things like finding a job, saving money, dating. People stress in their 30s over things like moving up in a career and starting a family. Then in your 40s, you worry about things like finding the work-life balance, your relatives getting older, and trying to plan for the future. But things cool down, they say. At what age? So I said 47, but... yeah. When you first asked me the question, like immediately 56 popped into my mind. You think life gets easier at 56? Yeah, I, oh, I, wow. I thought 56, but I'm going to still stick with my... What, 47, what, right? What I said, yeah. Maury? I'm going to say 65 when you retire. <laughs> what? You think life no gets easier way. Because you sit on your porch or whatever with a drink. Oh, man. Excuse me? Like, you have no worries in the world except your future, which is very small. Ah, uh, what about health? Your future, which is very small. You don't think that's a worry? No, but you When have, you look forward and you don't see a whole lot of years left? You see all those people driving to work and you're like, don't, don't gotta do that no more. Okay, well, Maury, you're gonna be very disappointed because uh, you only have four years to square all that stuff away because the correct answer was 44. Ah, so is the year Is the year all people right. say that life <laughs> Three gets... Three days. What? You have five days. I know, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm good, man. Uh, I'm true. good to go. Yeah. I got all that squared away i got no worries i'm ready to to have the the stress-free relaxed life man um did they say why yeah so according things turn around at 44 this is sort of when you get things taken care of and you can start relaxing and enjoying life according to the study people's favorite thing about their 40s is being able to afford to go on nice vacations <laughs> earning a good living <laughs> Having a nice car. (laughs) And also, the most important thing. Also, also knowing what is worth worrying about is, I think, the big one. Yeah, for sure. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Um, I was looking at this thing. uh, Justin Bieber and Hanley Baldwin are looking Uh for a new house. Oh, I thought you were going to say they broke up. No, they're looking for a new house. Where? And in Stratford? Are they moving to Stratford? No, I think they already bought one in, in Calvary. No, oh. it's like somewhere weird. Like it's, it's weird. You just point, you, more, you just put your L fingers. You call me a loser right now? You know what when somebody, you, you know when somebody does the L with their hand yeah. and they put it on their forehead? That's Bro, what Maury just did to me. Why are you just like why am I, here? Why am I a loser for talking about this? No. What? L for London. Oh, London. Oh. Okay. Ontario? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, apparently I see. I saw pictures of the house too. It's real huge. Really? Yeah, it's really huge. But uh, they were looking at a house in L.A. and it's the house that Demi Lovato OD'd in. <gasps> That's up for sale. Yeah, because I guess when Demi Lovato OD'd and then went into treatment, the first thing they did was put the house on the market because I guess she didn't want it anymore. Oh damn! So now people are like, "Well, it is a nice house." Yeah. <laughs> like, how long do you have to wait before you buy one of your friend's houses that they OD'd in? <laughs> like, what's the what's the statute on that? Like, if it's still on the market after a month, you can go take a look at it. But she didn't die. No, I, mean, I know she didn't die, that's but still, that's your she's friend. It's your friend. Like, you still have deed in it. That, like, yeah, but I'm sure that they talked, and Justin was like, yo, can I, I buy think, your house? And she's like, I would love that. She's, she's, no she's in rehab, man. Yeah, they don't talk. No, they don't talk. So what's the, what's the statute on that? It's, it's like when somebody breaks up with somebody. How long until you can date that person? Never. What do you mean, never? F- friend code. There's no friend code. 
Also, you ain't got no friends. Right? There's no no. There's no friend code, though. Like, if they weren't married. I don't mean a husband or a wife. Like, if you broke up with Catherine, Mocha can't date but that's, Catherine. She's my, she's my life partner, though. It's, it's like, that's my wife. I mean, like... Tell boy, me what to do. I mean, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, boyfriend, girlfriend. Like, when you're, you know, when you're younger and you had a girlfriend or a boyfriend and then you broke up with them. And what's the statute on when one of your friends can date them? I know, I know some people say never. That's ridiculous. But then how important is the friendship? But it shouldn't affect the friendship. It will. Why, though? Because if I'm now dating Josephine, who you dated, and you broke up with Josephine two months ago, uh, because Ross cheated on her. Okay, so why why should that affect our friendship? I didn't want that relationship, obviously. No, but now you're going to be like, oh, I can't hang out with you because you're with Josephine. We can't go to the movies because you're with Josephine. But how did you meet Josephine? Through because I saw them together. Yeah, oh, no, and then what was the first time anything, that you man. and Josephine hung out without Roz? Well, I told Roz a month, but really it was like five days. Yeah. Oh, See, wow, five days. See, I grew I grew up in Acton. You guys grew up in the city. You have no concept of Wait, anything. You have you no go? concept of anything. We went to uh, we went for roti. No, when I, when you grew up in a small town. Yeah. The, the pool of people is very small. You two who grew up in the big city. Yeah. You had infinite possibilities and unlimited options okay when you grew up in a small town with a small high school you have to be cool it forces you to be cool with certain things and one of the things that you have to be cool with very early on when you grow up in a small town is you have to be cool with the fact that the girl that is your date the girl that you date in grade 11 is probably going to uh date your best friend in grade 12 and marry his best friend after high school and everybody has to be cool with that because there's not that many people. Yeah, but won't it bother you if they're happier, they look happier no. together than you no. two did? No, my brother and I have had the same girlfriend. My brother. <laughs> Twice. See, Twice. That's, that is weird. Twice. That is so, so weird. She was a great girl. She was great. And when they dated, I still thought she was great because she's great. We just didn't work out between us. Yeah. And that, and in there lies the problem with small towns. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You remember, um, I think it was last week or maybe the week before when somebody called in and said uh, he would drink milk and Sprite mm-hmm. together and all his friends thought it was super weird. Right, yeah. And so Maury and I tried it on the show. You and said it, it smelled like diaper but tasted... Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, and I'd have that again. But you had made a comment about uh, drinking milk on a hot day. Yeah. So somebody texted just now because we had that on episode 38 of the Ron Zamoka Show podcast. And he said, podcast episode 38, milk on a hot day. Boy, do I have a story about drinking milk on a hot day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to call him. Uh, uh, I love that somebody has a story about milk on a hot day. By the way, Razamoga Show podcast available uh, through Apple Podcasts and uh, Google Play as well. Hello. Yo, it's Razamoga. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, man. What's your name? Uh, Marcus. Marcus. All right, dude, what yep. is your milk on a hot day story? <laughs> So I was I was working construction. I was doing paving on the road. Oh. Yeah. So we had a quick break, and I went to the gas station, and it was uh, chocolate milk two for a dollar. Okay. So, so I picked up two of them, and it was like thirty seven degrees plus paving. So you know what the heat's like there? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> like the so surface I, of the sun. Yeah, it's like India. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I drank the first one, and I'm like, all right. 
what am I going to do with the next one? I have nowhere to put it. So I got the second one. <laughs> so about half an hour, half an hour into the into the into the work now. Yeah. My stomach, my stomach started to curdle. You know when the milk gets all lumpy after. Yeah. Buddy, the closest washroom was a kilometer away. <laughs> I dropped everything and I ran down the road. It's almost a kilometer away just to blow oh, that no. washroom up. No. I thought you were going to say you dropped everything, hopped into a, into a truck, and then drove to no. the washroom. You had to run. <laughs> you had to- <laughs> because we, we had the, 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 the paving machine. We had no truck nearby. The only thing, our trucks were parked like probably more than a kilometer away. So I had to run almost a kilometer away to get to the closest washroom. Man, I'll, I'll tell you, and there's there's nothing, I, I couldn't imagine being in a worse situation where you are in a position where you need some sort of getaway vehicle and your only option is the paving machine. <laughs> which, which does max like what, like two and a half kilometers an hour? Kilometers, <laughs> wow. Oh man, so uh, kind of hard me. Never again, man. Never again. Oh, <laughs> no, sir. Marcus, thanks so much for your text, and thanks for listening to the show. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Question for you. Go. They say most of us have a close family member that we never see anymore. And when I mean close, I don't mean like you're close with that person, but I mean like a close family member as in a first cousin kind of thing. What you do you don't see anymore? See, that like, you don't see anymore. Because of like anger? No, because of who knows what reason. So they say, do you have a relative that you spent a lot of time with when you were growing up? Maybe a cousin or an aunt. Oh, yeah, for sure. Who you haven't seen or talked to in years. In years? Yeah. According to a new survey, 74% of people say yes. They have a close family member that they've completely lost yeah, but, touch with. But... 25% of people polled. up and you have different lives and you kind of do your own thing so that, that they haven't lose that connection, right? So that they haven't seen these people in at least a decade, at least oh, yeah. a decade. So when I was growing up, we used to have a cousins club. <laughs> right. Sorry, what? We used to have a cousins club where there was like yeah. 50 plus cousins that all got together for, for 50 cousins. Yeah. On my, my mom's side, my real mom's side, we used to get together and we would all 50, my you grandmother, all 50 of you used to get together. What was, the, what was the age range? Oh God. Now I was super young. So I vaguely remember this. Right. And I know that Nana used to have to like rent like a tent or something and put it in the back a, of the tent part. for 50 people. <laughs> yeah. Come on. See, again, I vaguely remember all of this. <laughs> right. Are you sure you're not making this up? No. And then or the like other... you think that this happened? So 50 Cousin Shermans all together under a tent in the backyard. Yes, yes. Rossmans, yes. Right. Okay, so your Nana would put 50 of you in a tent. Yeah, now what happened? I don't remember. <laughs> well, I don't need to know what went down in the tent, man. <laughs> and the other okay, that's, that's your family business. <laughs> okay, that's your family business. I ain't got time for that. But they say, uh, the survey also found that one third of families have never had a family reunion. We've never had a family I've never reunion. had a family The reunion. last time my, uh, all my relatives were together as a full yeah. was my bar mitzvah. What, what? In, in 1992 that's the last time all of my uncles and, and aunts yeah my dad's brothers and sisters were together in one room it was 1992 yeah. it was 1992 Damn. yeah see i come from a huge huge family yeah. massive guyanese family so anytime that there's a gathering a party whatever a dinner it's like everybody shows up really so yeah. but who, we do who's, who's see the one that organizes that then different aunts that's and the uncles. problem with this different aunts and uncles like so during the holidays, for example, uh, Christmas time, 
usually a lot of family comes over to my parents' place in Scarborough, yeah. right? So I will see those cousins or those aunts and uncles that I hadn't seen in like a year. But isn't that too much? Like, isn't the family obligations just sometimes too much? Though? Oh, it's so no, annoying. I don't mind it. I don't, don't mind, mind it at all. Really? No. Then the small talk and you have to like, you have to catch up. I was at a, a sushi restaurant over the weekend and walked in and this man looks up and says, you're my cousin. <laughs> yeah. Was he? We're still trying to figure this out. <laughs> he says that he was in the room at my bris, and he was in the room when my dad Sorry, and mom broke up. With my bris, that's when they, you know, they they cut off a bit of your skin from your down below. Circumcision. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that's what they call it. Legit. Yeah, it's the bris. Yeah. Okay. So he said he was in the room um, when they were doing my bris, and I'm like, well, yeah. okay, that's they weird. They made Jews make a brunch out of it. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. smoked salmon and everything yeah. and onions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole big to-do. Yeah, it's not like a hospital thing like that's just over and done with. It's a whole to-do. No, it's not even in the hospitals. It's at my grandfather's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> what? Did you just learn something new today? Wait, how old are you? Just 16? Like, like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. We, uh... Watch more episodes of The Haunting of Hill House last night. And? Catherine screamed so loud. No. I had to go check on Roxy to, to make sure she didn't wake her up. No. Is it really that scary? Yeah, people are... I got an email from somebody last night. Yeah. Asking if uh, we'd be interested in having a psychologist on the show to talk about it. Because so many people are posting about passing out and getting anxiety attacks while watching the from the show. House. Yeah. Cause my sister texted me like late last <laughs> night and was like, yo, what's that scary show on Netflix that, um, you guys were talking about yeah. it. Cause I want to watch it. She's totally into all that stuff. Yeah. Right. And I talked to my wife about it and she was like, mm, I don't know. Like normally we watch like, pretty much every Netflix thing together. Yeah. But this may be a me and me only show. Yeah. I don't know if she'd watch it. Yeah. We had Rox in the bed with us last night. And watching the show? No, uh, oh. hell no. No, Rox just went to. It, well, sometimes if she goes to bed, she'll just, she decides. She'll just like, man, I don't want to do my room. I'll do your room. And so I get, I, I just, when it's time for me to go to bed, I'm like, oh God. She takes up all the room. Yeah. But so Roxy was in the bed holding on to like one of her stuffies. And then Catherine was in the bed holding on to Roxy like she was one of her stuffies. <laughs> like it was because <laughs> she got so terrified. Catherine yeah. got so stressed out. And the, the show is, it's not like gory. Like it's not gory at all. Like it's not that kind of horror. And it's so drawn out because it's not a movie, it's a show. So there's like, I don't know, 10 or 12 episodes. But it's very stressful. Yeah. Like it's extremely stressful watching. Like if you're not like if you don't do well with prolonged anticipation of being scared, yeah, you won't do well with this show. Oh, sounds fantastic. Yeah, I can't dude. wait. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, oh I, fin- I finished oh. watching um uh, I shouldn't say that cuz I fell asleep. The House on Haunted Hill. What is that? The Haunting, the haunting of, of Hill House? Yeah. So I was going to talk to you about that this morning. Yeah. Did you start watching it? No, and I don't know if I'm going to. Why? Too uh, scared? Well, yeah. based on what you said, your girl Catherine has been going through the past week. Yeah. Screaming, getting scared. Yeah. And my sister Laura, who spent a week watching it, texted me yesterday and said, every single day this entire week, yeah. 
she's been sleeping with the lights on yeah. in her bedroom. And last night we got a text. Hi, Razamoka. I just finished the uh, Haunting at Hill House last night. Amazing show. There's one episode I screamed so loud, I made my toddler cry. And I always fall asleep after my boyfriend. So this whole week, I've been praying the Our Father over and over again. And when I'm alone in the dark, or have to close my eyes in the shower. Ha ha ha. So she's saying Our Father when she's in the shower. Wow. I just started it. I watched one episode. I will say, uh, I'll say this. What makes it so different than watching, you watch a scary movie and then you go to bed and you're a little bit scared. But this is a show. And so Catherine has been going to bed scared for like seven nights in a row now. Yeah. Yeah. That feeling of watching it. And I I fell asleep during the finale last night. I won't spoil anything for you more because I actually can't because I I fell asleep. But uh, all I, I, I woke up when the credits were rolling and Catherine was on the couch and all I heard was her go, what? (laughs) So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it ends. All I know is that when it got to the end, Catherine was sitting there under three blankets and uh, sorry, three pillows and a blanket. And she just went, what? So I don't know how it ends. I, so I can't tell you. I can't tell you if it ends on a. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, while watching things it, things are all wrapped up. I was watching I it with know. Matthew the first episode, and at one point he looks at me. He's like, "Okay, you wanted to watch this. Why are you staring at the wall?" And right. I'm like, because the music is getting louder. Something's going to happen. Yeah, and the way that the show is formatted too is they're hour long episodes, mm. and the everything. So every episode is built like a horror movie. So when when you watch a horror movie, it sort of starts off and then builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. Yeah. So the last always in a movie, like the, the, the last hour is always more intense than say the first hour. And so with this show, every episode is sort of built the same. So every episode builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. builds. Yeah. It's it's the same story. But it's just a structure of each hour is basically like a movie. The structure of each hour is like a movie. So (laughs) they start off, so they start off slow, like all horror movies do. And then it builds and builds and builds. So by the end of it, you're at peak tension and then when you start the next episode that tension doesn't continue you go back yeah. to zero again Which and then is it weird. builds and builds and builds and builds and builds it's good but also bad if you're binge watching an episode yeah. uh, uh, the show the series like yeah. that for 10 episodes you know what right? else is cool is that there's no maybe I'm wrong but from what I saw there's no major celebrities in it I like that there are people that I'm not really familiar with I like that in a, in a show Timoth- Timothy Hutton and oh, the, yeah. and uh, Elliot from E.T. are the two biggest stars oh okay in it. Elliot from the original E.T. see I wouldn't, I wouldn't no Elliot from the remake E.T. Yeah, Elliot from the original E.T. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know. I said Elliot from E.T. Yeah, just- <laughs> Come on, so man. At the time, he was like a little kid. Now yeah, he's he was older. a little boy. Yeah, oh, okay. he's yeah. the dad. Really? That's yeah. how That's how life works, Maury. <laughs> when you're young, eventually you grow up and get older. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, they asked uh, people in a poll what they would give up to never have a hangover again. I, I don't get hangovers. It's, and I follow very simple rules to never get a hangover as well. I can pass those on to people if you'd like to hear them. Yes. Yes, Maury? Yes, I want to hear. Maury, you have, will you buy, you go, when we go for the weekend, it's Friday, and the mix is just finished, and we're all sweaty and lit, 
and it's like August and we're ready to just go get turned for the weekend, you go to the uh, the liquor store and buy one can of cider for the weekend. <laughs> and I split it with Matthew. And you share it. <laughs> you know, it's fine. I still have a weekend cider in the fridge from three weeks ago. Really? You yeah. had a drink in three weeks? Yeah, it's like last like three weeks ago cider still in our fridge. Wait a second. When's the last time you had any alcohol? Oh, uh, Thanksgiving we had some wine. Jeez. Last night. <laughs> last night. Bottle wine. Yeah. Well, because every time I want to have a drink, like even a little sip of something, Matthew will go like, do you need to sit down and talk? Oh, Matthew thinks you're, you got one of those at home, huh? Oh, no. <laughs> like I can wow, have a little geez. drink and he'll be like, clearly you have a problem. Right. Wow. Oh, I couldn't <laughs> deal with that. Uh, so anyway, so they said that, what are the things you'd be willing to give up to never have a hangover? My rule for no hangover is rule number one, the most important thing about never getting a hangover is yeah. just never go to bed drunk. Right. So if I had, even back in the day when I used to party hard with no shirt on, um, <laughs> oh, those days. Uh, tight pleather pants, uh, when I used to party real hard, I would come home, and even if it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, 2.30 in the morning, I would yeah. always just go and sit on the couch. I would either pick up food on the way or go into the fridge. I would just make myself something like a sandwich, and I would sit and just watch 45 minutes of television yeah. and just sober up a little bit. Just a little. Have a little sandwich. Have a have like a you know half a glass of water, whatever it is. There's no sort of magic number of you know guzzling a gallon of water, uh, but just never go to bed drunk. I never walked in the house all spinny and hammered and oh. then went and uh, lied down in bed. I always sort of eat. So many but that doesn't work for everyone because I mean I've been back in my you know nightclub disco days. You'd get some street meat on the way home, and you'd still wake up with a hangover. Right? Yeah, I'd be real drunk for that. And then ask the street meat to leave because I don't feel well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, so they asked people what you'd be willing to give up. Uh, to never have a hangover again. And uh, 2% of people said their cell phone. Ah, oh, no wow, must, way. must love drinking. No way. Yeah, uh, absolutely Their not. dog or their cat. What? No. Said 4% of people. Never. 5% of people said a fingertip. What? Ew. No. That's, Get out of here. That hurts more than a hangover. Yeah. Um, 8% of people said a stranger's life. Oh my God. Well, now you, you don't serious? know them. You don't That's know them. That's why they're called a stranger, Maury. Right. Wow, Maury, I, your reaction over a cell phone was, was, <laughs> was more empathetic than a stranger's yeah. life. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Uh, 11% of people said Netflix. They'd give up Netflix to really? never have a hangover ever again. Not a chance. Uh, coffee at 20%. No. 22% of people said social media. No way. Really? Yeah. No, absolutely not. Twenty-five percent of people said their dignity. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, if you have any, but that usually happens when you're drunk. Yeah, totally. And uh, at number one on the list, what people said that they would like uh, happily give up to never have a hangover ever again. Thirty-two percent of people said watching sports. Watching sports? Yep. That was number one on the list. No, I couldn't do that. Sports. Absolutely not. No, I'd rather huh? I'd rather deal with the hangover. The, yeah, then give up watching sports. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather deal with one day of having a hangover yeah. than to my the rest of my life not being able to watch sports. Yeah. But a stranger's again. life, right? Yeah. Also, number uh, seven on the list with eight percent. Eight percent of people said that they would happily give up alcohol to never have a hangover again. Oh, no, no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, Colin and Justin are here. Uh, their show, Great Canadian Cottages, premieres on Cottage Life Network tomorrow night at 10. And this weekend, they're actually going to be at the Cottage Life Show at the International Center. Colin and Justin! 
guys. How are you guys? Great Canadian cottages. You guys have been in the cottage game for a while now. Yeah. When you first discovered that sort of way of life, did it all make sense to why everybody else in this country obsesses about <laughs> cottages on everything from a long weekend to the holidays? Do you know, absolutely. It is such a quintessential Canadian thing. It as, as Canadian as maple syrup and hockey, you yeah. know, getting out of the city and escaping. And for new kind of Canadians, for two Brits, you know, it totally blew our minds that you really do go and sit around campfires singing Kumbaya yeah. and drinking beer and looking at the moon and waiting for bears to come and rummage through your rubbish. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> and so you've done uh, cottage reno shows where you've bought and so bought and renovated a, a couple of different ones. This one, this is sort of you guys going, what, it's on tour across the country at some of the most fabulous cottages that you can find. It's exactly that. Previously, we did the work in our own cottages and they were the subject of our previous programs. This particular one has us wandering around some of the country's most spectacular abodes. We've seen glass houses cantilevered over beautiful lakes. We've seen homes built from straw bales. Uh, and one of my favorites... Did you say straw? I said straw yeah. bales. Can Huff you believe that? Puff, Justin. <laughs> I, I know, I, I jumped over that as if I just said something very casual. But yeah, a home built from straw bales, which is actually a brilliant building material, um, made strong by sucking mud from the pond on the property and then smearing the straw. You'll see it when the show airs. But one of my favorite sure episodes... That is not the kind of thing. That I, I, <laughs> listen, sweetheart, I have a fantastic idea. I'm going to build our house smelly. out of straw and mud. Can you extrude <laughs> some mud from the lake? It sounds really strange, but it's an actually, actually it's a, a fantastic project yeah, and a really, really interesting yeah. little house. Colin and Justin, do you guys like working on cottage projects more than the regular in the city or suburban I don't want to say regular house, yeah, but yeah. then a regular house. Uh, you know, absolutely, I do. And I think, you know, when we live in the city, you know, it, these are decisions that are made on practicality, aren't they? You know, our homes have to be close to work. We have to commute. They've got yeah. to be in the area for a good school. Yeah. So there are things that come together to create a home in the city. But if you're lucky enough to be one of the people who has a second home, you know, you make decisions based on the heart, less than the yeah. head, because it's all about the experience, you know. And I think that's the thing that we've learned, you know, having our own cottages, like being in other people's cottages that you it's all about the escape it's all about that wonderful sense of kind of being close to nature of sharing the experience with friends so you tend to make design decisions that are based on that so it's about bringing out the best mm -hmm. in people and bringing people together which we don't really do in the city so much and there's an aspect of this that I don't think a lot of people talk about which is real estate prices are so crazy especially if you live in a city like Toronto or you're in Vancouver they're outrageous and the idea of being able to afford a place in the city is just so far out of reach for people. But then there's the idea that why don't you just keep your condo, be happy in your condo, go out of the city, maybe drive two hours on a Friday to a beautiful place that you can afford. Then you get the freedom two days out of the week that maybe you feel you need in the city. Like you can't have both. You can own that. You can have a cottage and still stay in the city, yeah. which is, I don't think a lot of people think that way. That's fantastic logic, guys. And it's counsel that we deliver to many of our clients. Why don't you dispatch that big family home, buy yourself a little space in the city and then move to cottage country and spend the majority of your time there. But another step on that similar, or a similar ladder 
ladder is some some friends of ours, ours recently sold their place in the city and just couldn't afford to buy anything that they wanted to buy. So they took a step sideways into cottage country. They bought a cottage, they rented and flipped it. Wow. And then with that profit, they came back into the city to enable the purchase in an area that they could now afford. So it's wow. really good. So we're telling people to do it. And we a lot of our friends have started to think that that makes sense. So I actually think, and this is a big statement, I think cottage country could be an opportunity for the Canadian property market to correct. Yeah. Because it's a way to legitimately create an extra revenue stream to make the home of your dreams in the city more likely. And let's be honest, the city market, the urban sprawl in Canada, whether in Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, yeah. all over Ottawa, um, prices have gone bonkers and people who should be able to afford a home can no longer buy. So cottage country could be the savior of the Canadian property crisis. There, I said it. Yep. Great Canadian cottages, Cottage Life Network, and I don't care how terrible of a week you've had in the city, two hours alone with an axe and a pile of wood fixes everything. <laughs> it does indeed. You're it absolutely fixes right. fixes everything. Wield it. Yeah, you yeah, go got to. Exactly. Colin Justin, thank you guys so much. Hey, thank you. You're right absolutely welcome. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Roz, we got a text from an out-of-towner that I would like to call. Oh, cool. Dun, 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 dun. This person lives in uh, Montreal. Oh, yeah? Listens to the Raza Mocha Show. I was born in Montreal. Hello? Hi, it's Raza Mocha. How are you? Good. Hi. Hi, what's going on? Uh, I'm just at work. Oh, Sorry, give me one second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go into a closet or something. Okay, yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is people that you always sell people just duck into a closet. I've never seen a closet at work before. Yeah, we don't have any closets. Right. There's, there's no closets. Um, what's your name? Um, Doris. Uh, Doris. So we got your text. Roz, Doris yeah. said in her text, yeah. just wanted to say I love Roz, Mocha, and Maury. I've been listening since I was in grade six, and oh, I wow. recently moved to Montreal for work. I love the podcast, and actually uh, used to listen to SoundCloud. Uh, thanks so much. You guys make my transition away from Toronto so much easier. So what job... <laughs> do you do right now that it took you away from Toronto? Um, yeah, I'm in economic consulting, so I had to move away. Nice. Do you speak French? No, not in the slightest. Really? But I'm oh. taking classes, yeah. So what's, oh. that, what's that like? To Do you live in an English part of Montreal? Is, are there even still English parts of Montreal? I don't know, because when I grew up there, we oh, lived yeah. in a very English neighborhood. Oh, it's, yeah, it's super English. I'm like right downtown, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but I'm trying to learn still. Right. Do you have to know how yeah. to speak French in order to do your job, like uh, eventually? No, no, no. It's like a, kind of like an American company that has an office here, so it doesn't. Oh, okay. Like they don't, we do all our cases um, in English anyway. Yeah. How How has the transition uh, from Toronto to Montreal been so far? Toronto's still my favorite city in the world, but it's not been bad um, because it's still a big city. There's still a lot of things to do and like eat, especially. Are um, there, uh, but yeah, like the friends and family thing is kind of hard. Are you single? No, my boyfriend's in New York. Oh, snap. Oh, wow. So do you guys get yeah. to see each other a lot? Do you travel at all? Or is it all um, like FaceTime? Uh, FaceTime, but yeah. every like month to two months. Yeah. Does he does he, he worry about the does he worry about the French guys? Uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? Do you worry about no, the New York girls? So. Oh yeah. Do you, no. Yeah. No, he works too much. It's fine. Uh, would you like to w- Would you like to to talk French to Maury real quick? <laughs> I know a couple of things. Okay, okay, I mean, we can both try, but I, I can't okay. promise anything. I'll, I'll ask you a question now, and you respond, and blah blah blah. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Um, où est la toilette? Uh, à la bas. 
Oh. Oh. Um, you have no idea what she oh, just said anymore. She, <laughs> she said it's on the bus. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Maury asked. Uh, Maury asked, uh, where's the toilet, right? Yes. yes. And then you yeah. said. At the, oh, oh, at the back. I la, think. Yeah, at la ba, I'm right? Sure. Yeah. yeah I'm, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure means on the bus. No. <laughs> <laughs> what else, Maury? What else can you say in French? Ask, ask another question, Maury. Okay. Um, Don La Maison. Mm-hmm. That's not a question. It, no. Is that a question? Oh, that's more uh, of a statement. Sorry, Don La Maison. <laughs> <laughs> On the house. Uh, <laughs> oui? Oui? Sure. Yes. I, the, I, I'm yes. trying to remember what oui? I know how to say in French. I I, I believe it's uh, ma tête et caca et mes cheveux sans fond les fleurs, which is my Whoa. head is my head is made of poo and my hair is flowers. <laughs> gross. I think. Um. I, I, so I think that that's what I just said. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, anyway, back to the back to the bus for you, Maury. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for calling in. You're real great. It was nice to talk to you. Uh, thank, thank you, you for please. listening. Thank you for your text and uh, thank you for. I guess. I mean, you don't listen to the show live, but thank you for listening to the uh, to the podcast. Yes, it's been saving my life on walks to work. Uh, you're great. That's amazing. Thank you, Doris. I love it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, love. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want your opinion on this whole push a T thing from yesterday when he was on Joe Budden's podcast. So, oh, boy. So, so that whole, the, the Drake push a thing was real calm for a while. A Drake didn't respond. Push a seam chill. Kanye said sorry. All this stuff. Kanye wanted to go to the show. Kanye, wanted, yeah, man. Was giving Drake props just a few weeks ago so, and said, I'm going to show up. And then Friday night, Drake shows up on LeBron James HBO show, The Shop, and starts talking about the diss track that Bush released about him, where Drake says that when he confided in Kanye about the fact that he has a kid and he was having troubles with the kid's mom, um, that... Kanye then gave that information to Pusha, and then Pusha, in the song, also rips a guy named Forty, who's like Drake's dude, and it's Forty is his best friend, and he's he has MS, and so this was Drake on the shop with LeBron James. I knew something was going to come up about my kid. They had to add like the deadbeat thing to make it more appealing, which is fine. And I, I understand that, and I, even that, I was like, okay, the mom and dad thing. Whatever, you don't even know my family is like some, but I'm gonna tell you, wishing death on my friend that has MS, I study rap battles for a living. Now, when you mention defenseless people who are sick in the hospital that passed away, that really sent me to a place where, you know, I just believed then and believe now that there's just a price that you have to pay for that. Okay, so his friend 40 is the one with MS, and then Everything was calm again until Drake did the shop on Friday. And then Pusha yesterday goes on the Joe Budden podcast. And remember, Drake thinks that it was Kanye that gave Pusha all the info about his kid and the baby mama. He was Drake. He he said it. He wasn't right. Hiding his kid from the world. He was hiding the world from his kid. Right. And so Drake thinks it was Kanye. And remember Drake's friend, 40 with ms so this is pusha yesterday the information came from 40 it didn't come from kanye at all 40 is sleeping with a woman he talks to her daily five six hours a day mm. uh provides opportunity <laughs> for 
provides provides opportunity for. He's a great guy. You know, ultimately speaks about how he's disgruntled about certain things, notoriety and, and things involving involving Drake and, and his career, so on and so forth. To this young lady? Yes. With that also came the fact that Drake has a child. With that also came the, uh, the trip that everybody took to go see the child and bring them gifts and all, you know, all of this information. Oh, it's oh, wow. dirty, right? There's so much information talk, out there now. Like, you know what I mean? Like what Push is saying is that's like your best friend. Pillow talk, and it yeah. gets back, and it gets back, and then so Drake had also mentioned uh, about lines when it comes to rap battle, and this has been a huge discussion with a lot of people whether there are rules to battles. You know, people love to say like rap purists and people who just love confrontation. They love to say, "Hey, man, there's no rules in this," but there are rules in this. Okay, so let me ask you before we get to Pusher's response: Are there rules? I've heard from a lot of people who say, "No, man, there are no rules." As a guy who grew up listening to all the 90s hip-hop yeah, and the classic battles that have taken place between artists, yeah, Biggie, Tupac, whatever, yeah. right? There are no rules. There are no rules. So- no. And I think Drake is saying, yes, there are rules because it is his best friend and it is a situation that yeah. is closer to him than anything so of course he's gonna say that there are rules because yeah he takes the most offense to it i think if that's his guy that's yeah, his boy right no i hear you and i think that you know with drake as far as the rules go i don't think he was saying that there's you can't be too rude i think what he was saying was when he's talking about rules is that come at me but don't come at my friends you know yeah. what i mean so this was they asked they asked uh, push the question are there rules there are none <laughs> but when, it, when, when you have to do it you gotta go like when i gotta go i gotta go and i go so is it personal or is it just competition? Listen, it, it's always been competitive with me. Okay. It's always been competitive. It ain't never personal. It's always oh. rap because I don't believe nothing. I didn't been around here for mm-hmm. too long. It, it almost makes it worse that Pusha doesn't seem to care that much. No. If he was like super passionate about it, you could understand, but it yeah. just seems like it's nothing you to know, him. You know Drake is mad. Right, but this just he, seems like it's nothing to Pusha. No, nothing. Like, it means it nothing. nothing. This is the Ross and Mocha Show. Podcast. Monumental episode number 50. That's right. Of the Raza Mocha Show podcast. I like that. Welcome to it, everybody. And uh, hey, Mocha, you ready? Aha! Uh-huh. Let's do the news! A Raza Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, this is terrifying. So an alleged hacker threatened to sell the details of 319 million Apple iCloud users. Oh, my God. And demanded more than $225,000 in Bitcoin from Apple. So he was in court yesterday yeah. in London, charged with blackmail and two counts of unauthorized acts with intent to impair the operation of a computer. What he did according to this was he filmed himself accessing all of these accounts he showed video that he had access to 319 million apple icloud users and posted that video on youtube and then demanded a ransom from apple to not release the information so I gotta go change my password again i'm just saying maybe i would if i were you (sighs) all right it might be smart. I, 319 million is a lot of accounts. I just changed it. I think in June. Yeah, I just changed my password in June. I'd do it again, just to be on the safe uh, side. 
I mean, I, this didn't happen recently. Yeah. So, like, he just, he was in court yesterday. Yeah. So, he probably did this a while ago. But I'm just saying that maybe it's a good idea. When you look at a number like 319 million, that's a lot of accounts. That's a lot of iCloud accounts. But really, what are the chances that <laughs> my account was <laughs> was accessed? Yeah, exactly. What's he gonna What's he gonna get out of it? What's on your iCloud? You don't keep anything weird on there, right? I mean, the weirdest thing yeah. would be like wrestling related stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? But not like wrestling, like erotic fan fiction. No, oh, no, no, okay, no, 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 okay. No, no. no just like stupid pictures. Can I just say right now, if yeah. somebody is a hacker and they have Access Mocha's iCloud account, and if there is uh, retro era erotic fan fiction no, man. for old school wrestlers, <laughs> please send it to me. <laughs> no, man. Uh, did you see this Leonard Cohen poem? That, no. So last week, there was, I guess, a book that was released called The Flame, and it was a sort of posthumous collection of Leonard Cohen lyrics and poems. Um, so it was released after he was dead. But he wrote this. So he died November 2016, and he wrote this March 15th, 2015. And the poem is called Kanye West is not Picasso. What? Yeah. <laughs> No, so, he didn't. Yeah, Are you Le- Leonard Cohen wrote this. Apparently, this is right, right, Maurice? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it only just went viral because the book yeah. just came out. Okay. So, do you want me to read this poem to you? Yes. So th- this is Kanye West is not Picasso. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And keep in mind, I'm not a big um, poem reader here. Kanye West is not Picasso. I am Picasso. Kanye West is not Edison. I am Edison. I am Tesla. Jay Z is not the Dylan of anything. I am the Dylan of anything. I am the Kanye West of Kanye West. The Kanye West, the Kanye West of the great bogus shift of BS culture from one boutique to another. I am Tesla. I am his coil, the coil that made electricity soft as a bed. I am the Kanye West. Kanye West thinks he is. When he shoves your ass off the stage, I'm the real Kanye West. I don't get around much anymore. I never have. I only come alive after a war. And we have not had it yet. That's the end of the poem. You could have read that more poemy. Yeah. Oh! Right? Like Le- <laughs> Leonard Cohen with the uh, the diss track from the grave. Oh my God! <laughs> that's like a that's an ultimate clapback. Right? I am the Kanye West. Kanye West thinks he is oh is such God. a badass line. <laughs> but people are saying that it almost reads as though Kanye wrote it himself. Yeah, no, I know. And a lot of people were like, oh, hell yeah, Leonard Cohen. And then they got to the Jay-Z part where they were like, whoa, 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 yeah. hold on now. Yeah, listen, Jay-Z okay. is some greatness. Hold on, what Jay do to you, <laughs> yeah, man? Yeah, Come on. That. We're with you on Kanye, but, yeah, why but you that, gotta, that's where we draw the line. Why I got to throw Jay in there, man? <laughs> what did Jay ever do to you? Uh, Kanye West says that he scored what on an IQ test? You know, I just got back my IQ scores and they were Minster level, 133, 98 percentile, like straight up Sigmund Freud, Tesla vibes. Now, I don't wow, know. Wow, that's a smart guy. I don't know a ton about the IQ sort of scores and, 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 the, and the rankings and whatnot, but 125 to 135 for, they say, is gifted. Oh. Postgraduate students, 135 to 144, highly gifted, 145 to 154 genius professor level and then up to 164 genius nobel prize winners wow. 65 165 to 179 high genius and then wow. the highest genius uh 180 to 200 so kanye says that he scored 133 
And I don't know how accurate these are, but you can just do a Google search for celebrities IQs. And I, I seriously don't think that these are that accurate. One of the lists I found was from uh, thechive.com, which is just a boob website for all I know. I mean, I've heard. (laughs) 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 They say Jodie Foster has an IQ of 132. Yeah. Nicole Kidman has an IQ of 132, according to them. Schwarzenegger, 135. Gina Davis, 140. Genius. This will drive Kanye crazy. Madonna, 140. Genius. And if Madonna didn't drive him crazy, Shakira, 140. And uh, Steve Martin, apparently 142. Oh, genius. On the IQ level. 142. Wow. That's pretty high. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds high to me. <laughs> it's, uh, where are we? 142. Highly gifted intellectuals is what that says. Uh, Kanye falls into the gifted uh, postgraduate of students. Of course he is. So according to Kanye and this list I have, Kanye is, a high, is, is, is as smart as a high school graduate. Tara Reid was removed from a flight over, quote, disturbance. Was she drunk? No, she wasn't drunk. I mean, she could have been drunk, but it doesn't say she was drunk. Uh, She was unhappy with her seat because when she got on the flight, uh, she realized that she did not have the window and the person in front of her was reclining and she felt cramped. So she caused a commotion and then they brought the flight back to the gate and they kicked her and her little dog off. And then no. uh, she took another flight out later uh, later in the, in the evening. Oh, so, so things worked out. Yeah, things worked out. But I understand that. That's me on a flight. 100%. You get irate? I get, oh, irate. When you're only flying like 90 minutes, like when you're on the flight from Toronto, New York, or wherever yeah. you're going, Montreal, who knows? What, don't recline your seat? No! Screw you, buddy. No. I'm reclining all the way. No, no, it's tired. rude. Nope. You're absolutely. tired. At yeah. two in the afternoon. Yep. You're tired. Got a lot of things going in. Right. I need to rest. Also, I don't care how long the flight is, leave your dirty pillow from your own bed at home. No, need to be comfy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Roseanne Barr responded to her character's death on the Connors last night. So they originally on the show thought that she died of a heart attack. And then I guess the autopsy was wrong. And then they let the family know that it was a drug overdose from her opioid addiction. Yeah. And Roseanne Barr and her spiritual advisor and friend, uh, Rabbi Shmuley Botiak, uh, issued this statement. They say, while we wish the very best for the cast and the production crew, the Connors, all of whom are deeply dedicated to their craft, where Roseanne's cherished colleagues, we regret that ABC chose to cancel Roseanne by killing off the Roseanne Connor character, uh, that it was done through an opioid overdose, lent an unnecessary grim and morbid dimension to an otherwise happy family show. It was actually a really great statement if you go and read the whole thing. It's a little too long to read right now. But it was it was a really good, great statement. And then Roseanne followed that up on Twitter last night by simply saying, I ain't dead, bitches. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, after just one day of being legal, Newfoundland has a shortage of marijuana. Already? <laughs> yeah, some East Coast and uh, Central stores have run out completely. Newfoundland and Labrador was, of course, the first province to open for business as uh, midnight struck. In Portugal, Cove, St. Philip, St. Philip's. THC distribution ran out of product just after 4 p.m. Damn. They were predicting that the product that they had would last until Friday. Oh, no. They sold out by four yesterday. Their week's worth of weed in one day? Yes. One of the businesses in Gander also completely sold out of marijuana uh, temporarily. And this is all temporary. All the signs are like, hey, we're temporarily out of weed. Uh, There was a similar inventory issue in Grand Falls uh, in Windsor where a cannabis store employee at the location confirmed that they had also run out around 1 p.m. as well. So, yeah, 
That's uh, like 13 hours. It's what it took for oh these stores to, to run out of weed. Can you believe that? Yeah, and uh, com- cops in Winnipeg handed out the first ticket for somebody smoking weed in their car. Oh, yeah? $672. Huh? Are you serious? Yep. Driving while smoking. Yep. $672. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, I was at the ACC last, or God, I keep saying it. Scotiabank Arena last night yeah. uh, watching the Raptor game. And when we came out side at the end of the game legit everybody on bay street was all smoking weed yeah right outside the doors everybody but that smell like terrible yeah i don't like the smell of weed yeah i mean it was like different what was terrible about it is because everyone's smoking like a different weed yeah right so you get a mixture of different smells yeah some a little bit more potent than others yeah it's gross yeah uh, so Kira Knightley was on Ellen the other day and she was oh, talking okay. about her daughter and how she doesn't let her daughter watch Cinderella or the little mermaid. And this oh, really? is what Kira had to say. It's good to see you again. Last time you were here, you were six months pregnant. I was. You were cranky because you couldn't have margaritas. Oh, so <laughs> cranky. Yeah. It was so annoying. How old is she now? She's now three and a half. And uh, she's banned from seeing certain uh, children's movies, right? Yeah. What are they? Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Banned. Uh, because, you know, she, she waits around for a rich guy to rescue her. Don't. Rescue right. yourself, obviously. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this is the one that I'm quite annoyed about because I really like the film, but, uh, but Little Mermaid. I mean, the songs are great, but do not give your voice up for a man. Hello. Wow. Those were, so, you know, I mean, but, but the problem with, I mean, The Little Mermaid, I love The Little Mermaid, so I'm having that, that one's a little tricky one, but no, but I'm, I'm keeping to it. She is, however, allowed to, Dory is a big favorite in our house. Of course, there's nothing wrong with Dory. Imagine all the things in life Keira Knightley could have accomplished had she not been exposed to The Little Mermaid. Just think about that for a second. Um, I get it. And first of all, I don't think The Little Mermaid is all that great of a movie. Mm. Um, Cinderella, the original one, all those original Disney movies, like you go back to watch the original Peter Pan. We put that on for Roxy one day and I was like, this is awful. There's so, it's just so weird. And I don't think that we should put 2018 values too heavily on things that were made years and years and years ago in the sense that some people want those things erased from history. Right. Uh, I think that you can still appreciate them for what they are and when they came out. Um, but if you don't want to show your kid Little Mermaid or Cinderella, that's fine. However, I will say this. The Cinderella movie, the old Disney one, it's kind of crap. It really is. The it's kind of crap. One? The old, old one. It's kind of yeah. crap. But if you do want to have that sort of Cinderella story, um, the Kenneth Branagh movie, the live action Cinderella oh, that, that, that he did. So good. It's so good. Yeah. It's really, really, really good. So you can still do Cinderella. Just get the sort of more updated modern version of sure. Cinderella. And then that's not the only one. So Kristen Bell, who of course was the voice of um, not Elsa, um, what's the sister's name? Anna in yeah. Frozen. She was talking about her own kids and how she won't read them Snow White because Snow White sends the wrong message about consent. Oh, wow. Meaning that when she gets kissed, the prince didn't ask if it was okay to kiss her. And then when she is given the apple, she doesn't say, hey, where did you get that apple from? <laughs> but, and, and again, these are all things. Yes, these are teachable moments, but it doesn't mean that you should hide these things from your kid if you, if you enjoy them. I think that having these conversations with your kid is something, but also none of them are any are, are great enough that your kid is going to yeah. miss anything, right? Like, I don't think that you have to make a big deal about not showing your kid certain things. Different time, as you said. It is a different time. 
Well, here we are on episode number 50, uh, 50. of the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Before we get to your questions, which there are a lot, yeah, um, I want to read to you three of the latest reviews we got. Oh, please. Yeah. This week. This is on uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, so, by the way, you can uh, leave a review, leave a rating. So far, all five stars right across the uh, board. Yeah. So thank you to everyone who has ever uh, rated the podcast. Uh, this one comes from Angel, who says, uh, the title is My Go-To Podcast. The dynamic between Roz, Mocha, and Maury is perfect. Always hilarious. Thank you for making the show a podcast. Five stars. Um, Sakina wrote in, in all caps, the title is One Million Stars Review. Oh, wow. Hands down, the best podcast out there. I love Roz and Mocha so much, and there's nothing that puts a smile on my face quite like listening to these guys. I don't know what I did on Fridays before these podcasts. I hope these guys never stop creating such amazing content. And finally, we'll end on this one. Mario, uh, five stars again. Best radio show ever is a title. Razamoka are the funniest guys on the radio. I have never seen that type of chemistry on air before. Keep up the great work. P.S. Hold on. I have to hit the more button. <laughs> That's how it's a good thing, though. Uh, Roz is my favorite. Oh. Oh. Mocha is still 100 out of 10, though. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Uh, thank you, Maury, that wrote that. <laughs> Come Disguise on, Disguise your name as Mario. Be honest, Mario. <laughs> well, listen, honestly, uh, thank you so much for all those reviews and for those five stars. Yeah. Uh, anywhere you get your podcast from, uh, please leave a rating and or review. Yeah. Now, gentlemen. One of the best parts about the podcast is uh, go on to Instagram once a week. I think it's Wednesdays that we post the mm-hmm. Ask Raza Mocha picture. And just in the comments section, ask your question, and we'll gather them all up try and get through as many as we can in the Ask Razamoka section of the podcast and uh, hopefully be able to bring one of you on the podcast with us as we're going to do right now. Hi, Shannon. Hi, how are you? Good. Welcome to the podcast. It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, that's amazing. Thanks for having me. So, how, how old are you, Shannon? I'm 25. 25. What's your life like? You married? You single? Well, I recently moved in um, with my boyfriend and just working, just graduated. So Nice. What'd you graduate from? College? No, my my master's actually at the University of Waterloo. Oh, oh wow. Oh, shoot. water, water, water. Lou, Lou, Lou. Water, water, water. <laughs> Lou, Lou, Lou. Water. Lou. Water. Lou. Water, water, water. Lou, Lou, Lou. There we go. I want to get that out of the way. <laughs> uh, Shannon, what is your question today? Um, so my question is, what is something you never thought you needed, but now that you have it, you can't live with it? Right. You can't live without it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what is something you never thought you needed, but now that you have it, you can't live without it? I have two things. Go ahead. Number one, yeah. relationship. Right. Because I went for a really, really long time in my life without being in a relationship. Yeah. And I thought that I was going to be okay like that for the rest of my life yeah. up until I met Jenna. Right. Who then became my girlfriend, then became my wife. Yep. Number two yeah. is my orange peeler. Oh, snap. Really, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I love my orange peeler. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's great. I'll tell you, I have, I have two as well. There's two things in my, in my, in my life. Um, one is I, one of my biggest regrets and people always, people will ask us often if we have any regrets or if we've ever regretted saying something on the radio or, uh-huh. or, or in life. And I, I don't have a lot of regrets. I don't carry a lot of regret with me, but I have one regret and that is, I came to a point in my life when I was in my 30s yeah. where I was okay 
with the fact I convinced myself that I would be okay without ever having a kid or being a dad. Oh wow! Uh, and really? then they, yeah, and and I was okay, and I was okay with it. I was ready to just sort of move forward in life mm-hmm. uh, with the possibility of not being of not being a dad. And so that is my one regret is that I actually convinced myself that I wasn't cut out for this, or that it, it wasn't that important, or it wasn't it wasn't going to change me, or I wouldn't be able to grow from it, or I wouldn't know uh, that the kind of love that you get from that wasn't that uh, as important or as monumental as everybody had said it was and then so now that i have a kid uh all that changed and i completely regret convincing myself that that wasn't that so i think that the one thing that i have now that i can't live without is perspective because once i went through that um i have great perspective on everything when you're younger you think you're invincible you fill your body full of all sorts of junk (laughs) yeah right and then you put your body into all sorts of junk you do all this crazy stuff you're invincible and then you get sick or you have a family and you you just you you just gain perspective and some people gain perspective very young i feel that i gain perspective rather old same i I really did i gained perspective rather old and uh and so perspective is the one thing now that i try and look at everything three different ways and i i I don't let sort of feelings get in the way of common sense and then also at times i don't let common sense get in the way of uh of what my heart wants also number two on my list a sous vide Oh, okay. Right. right. Cooking with a sous vide has changed the way I cook. It has made me love food more. I cook things that I have cooked my whole life one way, and I thought I was doing a great job at it. And now that I sous vide, I realize how much of an idiot I was for years and years and years, and I will never make a steak another way other than in the sous vide. So, Rod, you're the one that got me on the sous vide game. Yeah. And uh, same thing. It was only a couple weeks ago that we tried doing chicken, chicken breast in the sous vide. And it is like I've put chicken in the oven. I put yep. chicken on the barbecue. Yeah. And a sous vide chicken breast is the absolute best <sighs> and tastiest in the entire world. That's so great. Maury, do you have anything that. I have uh, three things. Yeah, go ahead. Um, okay, so my stretchy pants. Yes. Because Can't live without those. I, whenever I post a picture of me in those pants, yeah. people comment saying, well, you look thin. Right, okay, Which yeah. Maury's, Maury's thin pants. My thin <laughs> pants. Yeah. Uh-huh. My egg slicer. <laughs> Your egg slicer. It slices eggs. Yeah. Hence the name. Yeah. And the app on my phone that tells me who has unfollowed me. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Why would you obsess about that? Because then I screen grab it and yeah. I send it to them going, really? No, you don't. <gasps> yeah. No. yeah. No, you don't. Recently to the Thompson Diner at the Thompson Hotel. <gasps> gotcha. And so what? They oh unfollowed God. you? Then, and... they, then they wrote going, oh, it must have been a glitch. I'm like, mm-hmm. So you, hold on a second here. If somebody unfollows <laughs> you, you screen grab it and send it to them? Yeah. You are psycho. Oh, my God. No. Please, everybody listening to the podcast right now if you follow at Dammit Mori on oh, Instagram, please. go and find the account and hit unfollow. Just to blow up that app. Yeah. <laughs> please. That would, be, that would be so great. Uh, Shannon, do you have anything? Um, I think for me, it's the rear view camera on my car. Oh, I just my God. Game changer. Really? Yeah. I don't have that. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that from a lot of people that uh, uh, what is something that you never thought you needed, but now you can't live without that rear view camera. That's pretty huge. Oh, yeah, for sure. Can I add in my CD player in the car? No. Oh. What? <laughs> CD? No, no I'm living in '95, bro. No, because you had that since you were a kid. I know, but now I have a car and I have my own CD. Yeah, but player. this is something you never thought you needed. We all thought it would be great to have a CD player in the <laughs> yeah. car. 
Uh, never mind. Do you remember when we all thought it would be great to have a nine-disc CD changer in the car? I have yeah. that. Mine has eight discs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you remember what it, four. do you remember what it used to be in the trunk? When yes. guys used to put the CD changer in the trunk, yeah. and in order to change the CDs, you had to pull over and go into the <laughs> trunk? Where's it now? Well, now it's just in the car. Oh, yeah, where I slide it in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, I see, I never had that, because I didn't get my license until I was 43. <laughs> You're almost 44. Yeah, yeah. So, hope we answered your question there, Shannon. Yeah, thanks, guys. No, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. You guys are the best. Uh, Take care. Thank you. (laughs) I will say, uh, as well, Roz, going back to what you were saying about uh, convincing yourself that you were going to be okay uh, not being a dad at one point in your life. So, I would add that onto what I was saying earlier about thinking it was going to be okay to not be in a relationship or I would be fine because that topic did come up with somebody else that I know who said to me, like, don't you ever want to have kids? And I was like, no, I'm fine with my life right now. And I'm Mm -hmm. fine with living my life without having children. Yeah. Right. And then when I met Jenna, I was like, oh my God, this is the woman of my dreams and I want to spend the rest of my life with her. And I know I'm going to have kids with her. And then, you know, now being a dad, I'm like, I can't imagine my life any other way right no i'm with you and i think people forget that i'm divorced right oh my god yeah yeah people forget that i'm divorced that i was married i forgot yeah she doesn't yeah and it uh and it didn't work and so i thought that was my shot yeah you know i thought that that oh, was is that when you convinced yourself that yeah, maybe yeah that maybe i just wasn't that, right for this yeah because i was in a bad headspace when i was when i was married there was a lot going on in life and and so i thought that that was my i thought that was my shot and i gave it everything and it didn't and it didn't work and then that's when i sort of came to the realization that maybe that just wasn't for me and yeah. i think a lot of people feel that way that maybe you know that sort of thing that other people have maybe maybe that's just not for me and you can find other ways to make you happy and you can always have great friends but maybe that aspect of life was just not something that you were going to get to enjoy uh somebody wrote nikki china wrote have you ever said something on the radio that you instantly regret yes every time i say damn it maury join us <laughs> <laughs> next i don't question. have to say that now because maury's already here <laughs> maury you were shaking your head when i said that what did you regret when i when i was interviewing keanu reeves and i swore on the radio i'll never let that down right yeah. Wh- what about the time when you ruined christmas almost I'm not going to say what aspect of Christmas you almost ruined, but you almost ruined the big ruiner of all Christmas ruiners. Yeah. Yeah. What about that? You don't regret that? Well, no, I just didn't. I I didn't even say it and I regret that. (laughs) 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 But yeah, when you said that, when you, you, you did an interview with Keanu Reeves and then you, you gave us the tape and you didn't edit out when you said the F word Mm -hmm. and we just played it on the radio and uh, you were mortified. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. was a bad day. That was, was a bad, bad day. day. I believe that was the same day. No way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I think those two things might have happened on the same day. That's not possible. I think you almost almost ruined Christmas and said the F word on the radio in the no. same day. No, 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 no. I specifically remember the day that Maury said the F word on the radio. Yeah. It was a day where Maury also right. slept in. Didn't pick you up. You had to take a cab oh, into work. Was. Right. Maury came in late. Right. And went straight into his other room. Didn't say a single word to us. Right. Didn't say, hey guys, sorry for <laughs> showing up late or anything like that. And then he said the F word. And on then the he radio. said the F word on the radio. Yeah, that's a bad day. That's <laughs> a bad day. Still here. Yeah, we've all had bad days though, but that was a that was a particularly 
awful, oh. awful day. Oh, or the t- yeah, no, I guess it's not something. Saying we don't need something. to. Do you want? Are we going through all of your bad days? <laughs> no. You want to do that? We can. We can spend all of Ask Razamoka going through your bad days. <laughs> Do you have another one on the top of your mind? No, because it was something you said, and this is just something I did. So then um, it's when I left my computer on, plugged into DJ Climax's equipment, and then the Windows sound happened during the mix. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Shutting down. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Mocha. Um, okay. Parna wants to know, what do you think would happen if Dan and Mori were to babysit for either of you? Um, I wouldn't let that happen. Next so, question. So I don't know. But, <laughs> uh, no, but I'll tell you, Maury looks after his younger brothers. Maury has younger brothers, and you've looked after them plenty. I'm not saying that Maury's not good with kids, because everything I know, your brothers seem to enjoy your company. And, and you Matthew's seem, little brother. And Matthew's yeah. little brother. I just wouldn't invite that into my life. I think that that is a line that I wouldn't cross with you, was having you take the responsibility of making sure my child was okay. Sure, I'm, I've babysat other morning shows. I've other oh. morning show kids I've worked with. Right. So yeah. you've been, so okay. So other okay. So so what are you saying? Nothing. I'm just saying I'm, I've been uh, trusted with children in my whole life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so weird <laughs> yeah. to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a Netflix many, documentary. <laughs> many, many people have left me alone with their children. <laughs> I have Xbox and Fudge. <laughs> What up, white van? Oh, my God. Okay. Um, (laughs) Let's see here. I just think it's an overstep. I would never do that. Uh, Connor Johnson, I'm really curious to know what your favorite movies are. Mm. Uh, He says, I know the word favorite is spelled wrong, but I live in America, so unfortunately, that's how my phone does it. Yeah. Connor, just kind of apologize, bro. It's all good. He lives, listens to the podcast from the U.S. of A. Um, Maury, favorite movie? 13 going on 30. Mocha, favorite movie? Star Wars. Oh yeah, oh, Ron's geez, favorite movie. Jeez, see, I don't put I, when you say favorite movie, I would never say Star Wars because to me that's a, that's a whole other thing beyond movie almost. Okay, how about Godfather Two? You can say Godfather Two and yeah. Goodfellas. You can say Goodfellas. Forrest Gump. You can say Forrest oh, Gump. The Blind Side. Right. Okay. Now you're at five. <sighs> can Michael, I add in? Would you yeah. like to live with us, Michael? Can yeah. I add in Perks of Being a Wallflower? You can add that. Oh, can yeah. I add in? Um, uh, Back to the Future? Of course. Perfect. See, I didn't put that because it's three movies. Okay. Can I add in um, Scarface? Yeah, you can add in Scarface. Cool. Can right. I add in Glitter? Nobody sure. saw Glitter. That's not Dude, your favorite Dude, that movie, movie. would have been number one if not for 9-11. No, that's not true. <laughs> that movie was terrible. A terrible, terrible and for, movie. And for anybody to even infer that uh, 9-11 had anything to do with the disaster of that movie, you're a terrible person. Just saying. A terrible no, person. No, that movie's bad because of Mariah Carey. Yeah, I read an article. There was a great article that um, came out maybe on the one-year or two-year anniversary of, uh, of 9-11, and it was anonymous. And this is before things like Reddit and before whatever, and it was a newspaper that gathered these comments from people. And they said, what were your honest feelings on the day that 9-11 happened that you would don't want to share with anybody and you can give this stuff anonymously. Yeah. And one of them was that uh, they said that the, the, the day after 9-11 they had family come over and these are all people from New York and they had family come over and uh, they were playing Jenga and they said every time Jenga fell they would yell South Tower! No, North Tower! <laughs> and then somebody else wrote that uh, they remember 9-11 that when the towers fell they were working uptown at a sex shop and they remember thinking great who's going to want to buy on a day like today <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. god 
So people did have honest feelings about 9-11, but Maury, glitter was not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's carry on here. Go on with the questions. Um, Steph said, what is something that you enjoy now that you previously thought you would never enjoy? Debt. You don't what? enjoy you don't debt, enjoy debt? Maury. <laughs> so, a, this is a place to be honest, Maury. I'm going to say right now, I have a feeling that Roz and I are going to have the exact same answer. Mm-hmm. What is something that you enjoy now that you previously thought you would never enjoy? Yeah. Mowing the lawn. Oh, no. I've always enjoyed mowing the lawn. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, when I was a kid, I hated it. I've always enjoyed mowing the lawn. I've I've always found it therapeutic. I've always found it like a zen thing. I've always loved mowing the lawn. I'd say in the past, like maybe, I don't know, five years or so, six years, that I've... uh, really had a, an appreciation for mowing the lawn. Really? Huh? Yeah. yeah it's so oh, God, good. I love it. It's so boring. I'm going to say reading. Yeah, fair enough. Because I, I read about a page and a half a day. Yeah. And and it's it's awesome. Like reading books. Yeah, I'm right now yeah. reading Elton John's book, Captain Fantastic. Yeah. and Only uh, a page and a half, though? Because then I, I my mind wanders, and uh. then I have to reread it again the next yeah. day. Yeah. And then he's, <laughs> Maury will read the same page and a half for a week. <laughs> Because his mind wandered. <laughs> How about you, Roz? What, what's I'm your answer? To, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's something that I never thought. What was the question again, please? Uh, what is something that you enjoy now that you previously thought you would never enjoy? Cider for Roz. Um, no, no. I, I Yeah, cider's great, but I never knew about cider because I stopped drinking beer, and so I drink cider now, which is really, really great. I drink it the oh, same amount as sleeping beer. Sleeping for Roz. Sleeping? Yeah, I've yeah. never enjoyed sleeping. Really? Never. I've never enjoyed. I've never enjoyed sleeping. I oh, hate God. it. I think it's a sign of weakness. I always felt weak when I had to go. The same thing with going pee. What? I, I hate. I hate. I hate being a slave to my body. I hate when my body gets tired, and I hate when my body has to pee. Like if I'm in the middle of doing something that I feel is important, and I have to pee, I get angry. Really? Yeah. Because I'm just like, God, don't do this to me now. And your body's I, like, Yo, we doing? This. Oh my God. So last weekend, my daughter Roxy, she brought a friend up to the cottage. She was going to have a sleepover. Before we left, I was like, I'm going to be that dad. And I look at Catherine and I look at Roxy and I look at Roxy's friend. And I'm like, you three listen to me right now. Go pee, go pee, go pee. We got an hour and a half in the car, maybe two hours, depending on traffic. Yeah. Go pee, go pee, go pee. And they all look at me like, God, okay, I don't really have to, but I'll go try. And then one by one, they all go pee. And then we get in the car and we go. We're on the, we're on the highway for maybe 40 minutes. Yeah. 40 minutes. What happens? I'm in my seat squirming no and i make Catherine. wait so you made everybody else go pee and you didn't yourself go pee thank you <laughs> he's so stupid <laughs> thank you <laughs> right so i make Catherine pull over the side of the highway oh no and i run out and i run over like a huge highway size ditch which is not like a residential street ditch yeah. like highway ditches are like eight feet deep yeah. right yeah. so i run through this ditch and i come up the other side and uh all i hear is as i'm running through this field through this ditch was Catherine looking at the two girls in the back seat going don't you look don't you look <laughs> and then so i find a tree and as i'm crawling up this hill i think that i'm perfectly behind this tree but my body is but the problem was my stream wasn't oh no <laughs> right so nobody could see me all they could see was the stream <laughs> like oh, that's so weird that tree it looks like that tree is peeing yeah and can i tell you that uh, we after i got back in the car Catherine and i talked about this that was actually my fifth time this year having to pull over on the side of the road to pee 
So maybe you should be a slave to your body? Yeah, fifth time. Yeah, so pee before you get in the car, dude. Thank you, I guess also, that's the lesson. <laughs> also, pee is glorious because then it's 30 seconds of weight loss. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, what else do we have here? We got time for one more, right? Yeah. If you went back to school to learn something new, what field of study would you choose? Oh, what field of study? I, I would do, I would continue doing what I was really interested in, which was architecture. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I was going to do for a living. That was going to be my life. I yeah. was going to go to school for it. I won a big competition in my last year in high school uh, for architecture. I designed a house that they sold the plans. And I Did think they? somebody, I think somebody built that house. No. Um, yeah. Did you get money for it? Uh, I got $700 and a letter of reference for a college application. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I won this i won this Wait, thing where did they build the house Do i you think know? somewhere in hamilton did you ever go out there no 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 because it was oh. part of a subdivision they took aspects of it uh, apparently and incorporated it into a complex oh. that they were this that looks they were like building. a really nice door yeah i know exactly <laughs> yeah uh no so i think that i would have done that because that is really my only other love in life i love doing this i love you guys i love doing this show i love doing the podcast but if, if i have any other interests in life that mm-hmm. i would sort of walk away from all of this for it would be architecture and design a hundred percent that and i would gl- i would happily do it if given the opportunity yeah i would say like i'm big time into music production yeah. so it would be stuff like that or film editing yeah. or like photography because i like that kind of creative stuff yeah maybe that okay how, how about more. you acting more? acting yeah absolutely yeah. i would love to to go to an acting class but why don't you take acting classes now that's something you can totally do in your free time i'm already an actor I've done three things. But you can always take a class, though. Sure, but do I, do I need to? I've clearly done well. Okay. So I think that you just missed the point of the conversation. No offense. <laughs> None taken. Okay, so oh, if you wait, could wait, go... No, no, no. How did you take the question? What would you go back to school and study? Right. Okay. So what would you go back to school and study? Acting. But you just said right now you don't need that. Right. So is that what you think that you would go back to school because you need it? If you went back to school to learn something new, what field of study would you choose? Something new. But you said architecture. Right. But I don't do that now. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't sit here and go architecture. Also, right now, currently, I'm a very successful architect. (laughs) Like like, like you did with acting. Do you want to take a stab at it again? Oh my god! Um, then I would probably say medicine. Medicine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, medicine. Hey, nobody gonna trust you in any type of medicine. Hold on here. Hold well, I have on. The now. handwriting for it. Wait, Hold on. Are you talking about like being a doctor, or are you talking about being like a pharmacist? Like no, a doctor, mean, like a full-on you doctor. You think you could be a doctor? Did you say foot-long, foot-long doctor? <laughs> foot-long. Full. What did you say? Oh, I, I heard foot-long doctor too. <laughs> <laughs> What's a foot-long doctor? I think my dad. I had that movie on beta back in the day, Footlong Doctor. Right I found it in the VCR one time when he went for work. Okay. Uh, so you wanted to be a Footlong Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right, or well. a lawyer. All right. Okay. <laughs> like, now, come on, man. I don't want to be your guidance counselor, but... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just don't do that. All right. Uh, every week, we're going to post on Instagram at Kiss925. Uh, usually happens on Wednesdays. You'll yeah. see a picture that says, Ask Roz and Mocha. Feel free to ask your question. And uh, we will then try to get somebody from that oh. week to join us on the phone. Or a fisherman. Remind me next week that we have to get to this one. Okay. Of the three of you, who do you think 
partied harder in their prime, quote unquote. Oh, me. We'll, uh, we'll get to no that No way, next man. Week. No You're going to say you right now, Maury? I'm absolutely going <laughs> to okay, say me. Okay, for long time. <laughs> I'll tell you this. <laughs> we're not answering it this week, Maury. One word. Said next week. No. Oh. We're not answering it this yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. One word. Penetration. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.